One of the eight pirate lords. The ninth yeah. piece of eight. <laughs> the nine pieces of eight, but yeah. we didn't really have any eight pieces on them because they were a tad bit broke. We named the monkey jack. We named the monkey jack. Oh, we're going to be I doing that. entirely <laughs> Barbosa accent. Barbosa's the best, like, pirate. Like, yes. like there's there, you, there's no one else you bring back. Like, he's the guy who's got it. Yeah. Like, That's yeah. my take. Everyone loves fucking Jack Sparrow, but no, Barbosa's no. where it's at. I'm like uh, the Barbosa. I would seek out I, the with more Barbosa guy game game yeah. at Disneyland, you know. <laughs> Calypso. They match each other. Like, oh, yeah, I'm like, Ugh. those are the only two actors who could match each other. I think. Like, I don't. I don't know if he's better. I don't know because Jack Sparrow originated a whole franchise, like a whole. He's the reason those movies still exist. But Barbados Barbosa. keeps you Barbosa. watching. Yeah, exactly. But he <laughs> just <laughs> he's yeah. the, he's like the one guy who gets the tone. You know, like Johnny Depp's just kind of doing his own thing. Yeah, but like he, he's he bringing the, the, the camp. It's, be the it's like the boys go for uh, Jack Sparrow, the men go for Barbosa. <laughs> sure, true that. True that. <laughs> oh, oh, it's true. It's an evolved it's palette. You know. <laughs> Um, okay, and the cool. kings go for Davy Jones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Davy Jones is the one. Shit. He's like, because how do you make a villain in a movie full of scallywags? You are dead. Ta. You have a dead. Oh, no. Josh Bonner. You owe David Jones your soul. Yes. <laughs> Here in the room as a guest on the show, I'm we shaking. have. Wait, do you, do you <laughs> cure nightly? Do you cure nightly to match? Oh, it? I, I have <laughs> to get the black pearl. The black <laughs> you didn't even have to say anything. It was my yeah. teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's just so. She speaks. She, she, she acts with her jaw and yeah. deserves a separate. You go award. to the end of the earth. Will you go to the end of the earth? Or oh, how can we forget? It must be spoken as if by a lover. <laughs> I was like. Calypso! <laughs> and just whispers in her ear so intimately. It's just, I really do feel human bonds. And it was that guy. That Hello, was, puppet. Hello, puppet. Yeah, that's there. that's damn perfect. No, and we've covered no content of the plot, yeah. but somehow. And Orlando Bloom just talks like himself. Oh, yeah, like Orlando himself. Bloom He's is just, just like, pretty. <laughs> Elizabeth! 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 Well, everything, everything's a scream. Everything's well. It's never a but, will. But like held back, yeah. you know, like yeah, the restraint of like huh, or I can't. Well, the, the movie opens tonally with just the darkest imagery. It opens with a noose. The Literally, the first shot is a noose. We're just jumping right in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wait, okay. Let me. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. All right. Well. Yeah. We'll start with pirates. Let me. I'll. I'll jump in. I'll give us some uh, intro here. Yeah. All right. Uh, Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cinema Span. Uh, we are covering the films of 2007, doing a deep dive on all sorts of them. Uh, today, we've got a double feature of blockbusters from 2007, Pirates of the Caribbean 3, At World's End, and Spider-Man 3. Woo woo! <laughs> <laughs> Real pirate times. Welcome. <laughs> uh, all right, I got a plethora of guests with me today. Uh, first up, we have filmmaker and musician Adelaide. Howdy, guys. I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be really, really fun. Yeah, thanks for being here. <laughs> then we have your friendly neighborhood, AJ, from the Criteria Cast podcast. I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> is that a threat or a promise? Be on this. A snapping will show up, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. If not, we'll put it in post. You're good, good. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have Pirate King, Evan Ridpath, right here. R. Uh, you're, are you one of the pieces of eight or what are you, the Lords of I, seven? Yeah. I, I was kicked out of the council. Oh, I, it used to be nine, but now it's eight. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Eight, so. 
he's the one of one. Sorry, sorry, I brought it up. It's, um, it's fine. Yeah, it's a land pirate. I thought it was like a fun pirate story, not like a, a sad one. No, no, it's not fun. Yeah, no, they make it look glamorous in the movies, but <laughs> it's not. Do they? Because they're always like covered in mud. Oh, the teeth in the movie. I feel the, like there's oh. not enough sand. Like, there's got to be sand all over. Like, yeah. it's got to be, a, like, messy. Definitely yeah. enough so water. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, yeah. peeling skin. So when you're that covered in grease and, and salty brine. I wouldn't survive. No. No. Yeah, I probably I'm wouldn't so make it either. I'm, yeah. No, I probably wouldn't. I'm, I'd be fine. Yeah. You, <laughs> I, I would. I would not. You know that pirates. Pirates have to wake up before noon, right? Uh, oh wow! We're gonna bring it onto the podcast. Yeah, we're bringing our baggage onto this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Our our, t- our torrid affair. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. Well, so Pirates of the Caribbean three is uh, directed by Gore Verbinski. Uh, he directed all three of the pirates films, and they. All three. All, only all three. three there's no other that. ones. Well, the, the other two weren't yeah. directed by anyone. They just happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It was by committee. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta know what happened in Gore's life when he when like in between two and three. Well, movie, or were they well, made these, the same no time? these were made together. Like, um, Ooh. like, like I, you know, Back to the Future two and three. Like they planned to do that, but the Lord of the Rings they they too. they pushed it off because it, it's usually too much. Like for for like. You know the crew to handle and the cast. Yeah, um, especially when you're. This was a 300 day shoot on location. On the bus. Jesus Christ! And it, oh, dude, and it gets it like the production issues they had because they were shooting on water. Like it is insane. They had a tsunami come through like the town, and they shut down production for like two weeks they at had some Johnny point. Depp come through. John, yeah. Johnny Depp came through there. Yeah, from yeah. day one. Yeah, <laughs> they brought him back. Yeah, he had to come back. Yeah, I mean, exactly. They weren't uh, f- the scripts weren't finished when they started shooting uh, oh. the, the these two, but um, yeah, just the tone is so different. It's so vastly different from the first to the second. Like there are hints of that, that sort of gothic pirate nature in the mm-hmm. second one. I believe that opens with you know punching or shooting through the the casket door and then yeah, killing yeah. the crow. John, Johnny Depp's dead. And, oh, yeah, it's comes great! Back alive. It's yeah. so good. And he, and he does that. He returns as well on the third, but instead it opens with a child hanging. And yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, I actually really like the opening for the third because um, because like there's this power shift from uh, the English uh, Royal uh, Navy to the East Indian uh, Trading Company, right. which is like a, a made-up company in, yeah. in this movie, but they were based on a real trading company that was ruthless. They didn't, you know, give anyone trials. They just, like, executed people in mass, and, like, you know, they, they were committing war crimes, yeah. like, that were worse than what the pirates were actually doing. Yeah. But they were also kind of in hey, control of the narratives. That, the that was the one thing I was wondering. I was like, how how much did the English, like, army really crack down on pirates? I feel like there was, like, eight or nine right. actual pirates. Right, like, ships. big ones, yeah. you know? Yeah. And most of them got hired by, like, the... You know the the royals yeah, eventually like too. Jones and, and half yeah. of them are legends. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that it's like such a power move on their part too, because you have Davy Jones established as the villain of the second one, and in the in the third one, like they're like, "Now nah, you work for us now." And yeah, you work for me. It's like yeah. the imperialistic force, just the combined over. villainistic yeah. force. It is crazy so how fun. much they like gut in uh, you know Davy Jones like in his agency in the third one too because yeah. he is so menacing in the second oh, one and he's like a dog I, I in forgot the third. I forgot he's even really in the third I I thought of these two movies as one I haven't seen them probably since they came out like 15 16 years ago 
Um, and so, yeah, I just thought the third Pirates movie was like another villain altogether. I didn't realize Davy Jones still just hanging around. Yeah, it does kind of take away the mystique and scariness of the evil ghost pirate right. ship when they're just like working for the uh, government. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, essentially like informants for the cops. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and like the Kraken is like no longer this, you know, beast yeah. that can't be tamed and like, you know, maybe only like killed listens. Yeah, they're just killed off screen. They're yeah, like, yeah, the Kraken's like, gone. Instead, yeah. it's, you know, it's Calypso. It's Calypso. Calypso. So, yeah, Calypso's a fine enough like emotional hold for yeah. Davy Jones. It's just like, it feels like most of the film he's just hanging out, waiting to mm -hmm. like resolve his yeah. issues with her. Get his heart back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and also dead. like it goes from the first movie, the like, the you know the two guards are talking about like there's a there's a scary ship out there. That's just a rumor. To, and then the third movie, they're guarding a squid man's heart, mm. and it's just like yeah, oh, no, guarding it's, his it, heart. It, it's so absurd. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing; they're not like afraid to lean into like the genre pastiche here. Uh, this ain't know, a like, lean. This is a dive. Oh, it, it is <laughs> a dive. Oh, they plunge full their head out yeah. and see. It, it gets weird because you start with the movie that Jack Sparrow's like dead. In, in oh yeah, literally, in, in, he's like, yeah, literally dead. The, the funeral scene at the end of the second one, and then they return to that universe when they're in um where oh like what is it? Uh, Davy Jones' locker? No, it's it's uh no, it's where they go. It's like the land beyond or whatever. It's right? the land beyond, like, before it's the same location. I think it's the same location as the funeral. If it's not, it's the area where they find Orlando Bloom. They find uh, William Turner, and he's being waterboarded, essentially. Oh, Singapore? <laughs> Singapore! Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the nation I was yes. forgetting. Yes. So they um, they then they show up in Singapore, and that whole imagery is like a second opening of the film in itself, where you get this universe of the hangings yeah. and this uh, just evil government, and then suddenly it's like... Yeah, you know how your fun summer it. blockbuster opens with a child being hanged? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then transfers in, 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 in <laughs> sea shanties, you know, everyone yeah, sing along. I was joking. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what if like Endgame just opened with a bunch of like live executions? <laughs> and it, but it's like snap style, yeah. like people just like disappearing, and they're like, yeah, they show the hundreds of thousands with a of scroll people. will be snapped to death, like a football arena, and just like half of them are gone. <laughs> like oh, after. Oh. Yeah, actually, the the in, the intro at Singapore is interesting because I was okay. I don't. I might be crazy here, but I felt like this movie has a million like parallels with Star Wars and like the because like you have this trilogy of of or this trio of characters rather, yeah. and like the the kind of like adventure film they're going through plus like the the pulpy genre like yeah. roots it, it's and coming in the from swamp with Yoda when they meet their guidance like yeah, Barbados yeah. Shows <laughs> that up. happened that exactly Barbosa damn it I'm gonna call him Barbados Barbados this whole time but Barbosa if I say Barbados no I'm saying Barbosa but, no, but it definitely does do that like Return of the Jedi thing where the opening right. twenty minutes are Jabba's palace yeah and, they're rescuing mm, someone who's mm, lost and yeah. he's even like he's not frozen but he's like you know mm. strapped to something right. Yeah, and, and then also, yeah, the love triangle moving um, through through with all the characters like just feels like some of those mechanisms where the, they were like, okay, we know Jack like is not really going to be a love interest for Kira Knightley, no, but, but we're going to push it. He's so and he's such a queer character in that sense where like he's got all these different all these different women who are going around, and yet he's being constantly he's the just the object of fixation for these men. 
And he is so not tied to any singular woman, but like he well, loves the sea. That's the rock star energy. It's he's got that like kind of flamboyant, kind of swishy, yeah. a little androgynous. Like, oh, he'll just, go for anyone, love. but like really, you know, he only goes for yeah. Like he just yeah. likes yeah. But it's he, the Harry Styles fun. Well, if this was made yeah. ten years later, they would have like had to actually make him flirt with a guy. Mm. Yeah, but exactly. Like, but there, yeah, it's no, like no, like, he's queer enough, and, and truly the sense of queerness of, of otherness and strangeness, and of like sort of the sexual otherness where you can't. He's yeah. obviously getting around. But he's just he's he's weirdly androgynous at the same time, and he's always <laughs> drunk. And you're like, how do you even have sex? You're always drunk. Like, um, yeah. well, his compass doesn't yeah. work for most of the films. It, that's, that's true. Uh, it, that oh, and there's, well, there's the, the thing where, where Barbosa uh, has the uh, looking glass. <laughs> right, right. It extends yes. really far, and Jack can't get his to work. Um, and it's smaller. And it's right. smaller. But he, but he pulls it out with confidence. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, like, and like, he know, that's like all you know, it's a smaller <laughs> telescope, right? Yeah. Like you know, that's you're holding it. The flare is not gonna <laughs> yeah. accentuate. Yeah. Uh, but oh my god, yeah, with Star Wars, and once you enter all these different worlds and different terrains, and when they go through the ice. The um when they're going through the Arctic, mm -hmm. that yeah, is toe breaks up. Yes, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that was oh man, yeah, childhood right yeah, there. Yeah, I, I I'm surprised they're able to like some of those jokes do work for me. Like the dude tearing his toe off. So like, funny. I I, I, so I, well. I love the the ragtag team on the the Black Pearl that they have. Like, all, all like, of them are just bringing the the characters so consistently, and like yeah. the, the duo, the two guys who are uh, best yes. friends. Yeah, yes, the, like, the, the dude with the missing eye yeah. and the yeah, they're the glass oh. eye. Oh yeah. Yeah, I liked the like the gross jokes like that, like the toe breaking out. But then there was also a lot of bazinga moments where it's like <laughs> yes, they yes. leave yeah. room for the audience to laugh at yeah. Johnny Depp. I know. There's yeah. a whole thing where they have like six of him in one room, yeah. and there he's all hallucinating them. It's like so those rough. bits are so funny, but they're so rough. They are so obvious. You're like, oh, it's so entertaining. I watch well, this it's, guy. It's, it's like watching a cat yeah. move. You could watch them for hours, but exactly. it's not content. It's to me, just, it's 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 like the Tumblr 2007, like yes. this era of Epic like. Sauce. Of ep exactly, uh, right well, I mean, even talking to Reddit style. humor, yeah. but like, yeah, yeah. and hot topic, just kind of like uh, yes. you're signifying the things, but you're not really like you got to put the quotes on t-shirts yeah. to sell the t-shirts. And when it was six Johnny Depp's, and one of them goes, you know, wait, I've dropped my brain. And then there's like a four second pause. You're like, eh, yeah. Okay, that scene has a, like, I watched the deleted scenes, which there's about 20 minutes of. And after he drops his brain, yeah. it, that scene keeps going. And then one of him just starts clucking like a chicken. And it's like so <laughs> unnecessary. No, well, I think, I, I think there is a chicken it's cluck a at another part. <laughs> it, yeah, it's called yeah. <laughs> like, It's like eating a peanut. And like yeah. There's like yeah, a goat. yeah, the peanuts. There's a just bit, a yeah. goat there, and he's like, one of them's in love with the goat. Oh yeah, and, and he won't let him eat the goat. So and then no. there's a tiny Jack Sparrow on each shoulder. Yeah. Each oh my god, off. this yeah. movie's fucking nutty. This is easily so the nuttiest. And but it opens that, the darkest. Like, they filmed like they, they made a giant like dreadlocks for like Johnny Depp to like be acting. So they're like, it wasn't like it was CG. Like, no, he was actually yeah. like on a giant <laughs> model of his of himself. Swinging I miss around that completely. Yeah. That's yeah, incredible. Like, it, it, the production design of it is. Insane, like it's absolutely insane. What they put into the sets, and yeah. Ships well, and the ships alone, like, because they're real ships that go, that float, going you know? on location. Like they, they they cost multiple millions of dollars oh each one. God. That's why, like, when there was a hurricane coming through, mm -hmm. they shut down production. They put the boats up like you in a warehouse because they were like, if this one ship breaks, it will take six more months to build. You know, and like it'll that's just like shut. That's our movie, exactly. Yeah, yeah like, we both watched the behind the scenes for the second one yeah. called "According to Plan," where it's just like all of the very struggles they went through to make the second. And watching that, I'm like, okay, I kind of get why every movie's made on a green screen now. Like this yeah, looks exhausting yeah. and kind yeah. of unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and there's stuff like uh, in there where like they negotiated with someone like, and you know, this company was going to build a water volume tank for them to, you know, put the ships in and shoot in, in like the Bahamas or the Caribbean so that they could get the right water and the right light, you know, skylights yeah. and all that. Um, and basically they started shooting four months later, like the, the volume wasn't built at all. And they were just like, okay, now we're just like our whole production's here ready to shoot. And there's nothing to do. Like, they just have like to that, hang that's around. Imagine insane. having to hang around with like Johnny Depp. Yeah, <laughs> in the Caribbean though, that's cool. <laughs> he doesn't seem like a like a very chill hang. I gotta say. <laughs> no, there's there's even a bit where like one that it's like the sea's too rocky to shoot like mm. on the, in the boats, and he's getting his makeup done. Oh wow! And, and like they they are evacuating the entire ship, and they come into the to the makeup room to tell him. Wow. And, like, he makes it all about himself, of course. Like, he's reacting like, oh, man, I spent all this time sitting in here, yeah. and now we're not going to, you know, like, type thing. And you're like, yeah. The documentary doesn't show too much bad stuff about Johnny Depp. but It's still, like, still kind of amazing that a Disney documentary behind the scenes is able to show that much because they would yeah. never do any of that shit now. You watch any no. of the, like, Avengers behind the scenes, like, this was the best environment we could have worked on. Like, we Absolutely. all loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, all the Disney Plus, like, featurettes are like that now. Mm -hmm. Rise of Skywalker, like, yeah, good luck getting Not any to dip details into out of anyone. next movie, but I watched the Spider-Man No Way Home behind the scenes just be like, okay, oh, is yeah? anyone just going to, like, not care? And then it was so clear they were, like, reading from a script. They're like, John Watts is such a great director. And I'm just like, no, you're not telling the Ugh. truth. Stop. Back to Pirates. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. too unfortunate. On but, top of the, the, like, production value of it all, like you said, like, it, it's clear why so many films are made on green screens. And yet, like, the visual, visual effects in this one, which... ILM did in Mr. Light and Magic, like yeah. holds up better than even the stuff that is done today. And oh like, God, have you seen like Davy Jones and oh, his crew, and yeah. even just how they augment the real ships with like the the Maelstrom, the fight, mm -hmm. and all that. Like it's like it looks it's better. It's breathtaking than when it Calypso does. grows, Calypso. when she gets Calypso. bigger and bigger, oh, yeah. and she she like screams. Uh, uh, it's oh, like the one really good performance from Will Turner, that whole movie, but he's like, tell him who freed you, like, tell him who, who told them how to tie him. And she just is like, name him. And then he whispers, <laughs> and then she just slowly grows to enormous size, and it is like chill-inducing. Like, I wanted to cry. Like, just that whole performance, that whole mini dynamic within, they just built that world so well. Oh, yeah. See, the whole time Eclipso was getting bigger, my reaction was, what is happening? What is <laughs> what? going on? <laughs> Why is she doing that? Why did, she getting how bigger? did this happen? There? there was one point I had to pause and just be like, all right, so they collected the pieces so that they can set it on fire so Calypso can breathe it in so that she can get big. Yeah. But you have to and, whisper in her ear first. And then I was like, okay, and Addie, why are they doing this? I, mean, I was like, well, obviously it's so we can free her and then let, let her return to the like, sea okay, so she can control all of the crabs across all of the oceans. Well, because, yeah, it's because she can do what she wants. We needed a reason for her not to be unleashed until the third act, you know, <laughs> exactly. and, and now it's time for their third act, man. <laughs> and never see her again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, did she come back for any of the other movies? Uh, I don't know. I Okay, I got an hour into Pirates of the Caribbean 4. Thank you, thank you. Mates? That's as far as anyone <laughs> can get. That's, <laughs> I don't think anyone can get further. Than I that. saw that movie in the theaters, but I've never seen it. You know what I mean? Like I watched it was, the screen. I stared at the images yeah. as they were projected. No, I was like, like usually I watch a movie, you know. Um, but like yeah. I was like playing some video games while I was watching this one because I'm like, ah, it's Pirates Four. I don't really have to watch <laughs> yeah. this. And even then, I was like, I cannot get through this. The problem, like, like the just listening, oh, it's it's like I gotta go. The, the problem with Four is 
they realized that Jack Sparrow was such a successful character, and they made him the protagonist. Right. And he's better as a supporting character. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it, 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 even, it starts William to happen Turner. in this one, and too, a bit. The yeah. Fear, like, the he has the... Give it, yeah. they, they give him, like... They push him back a bit. Role, which helps. Yeah. I mean, it's still... Well, but it's like it's like Cars 2. Like, Mater was right. so big yeah. in the yeah. first Cars that yeah. he takes Wait, over the second. Pirates 5? I have seen Pirates 5. I saw it in theaters. Oh, my God. That's the hobby of Bardem. to do that? That's the one that... Were you being held hostage? That is the one that Johnny Depp was apparently fed the lines, the lines through the ears because he just was so checked out yeah. doing it. And they, they, he would show up late. They had like a person like waiting outside his, I don't know, they trailer were or whatever. Like, I think Australia or something like that. And they had someone waiting outside his place to see when the lights would come off. And all production would just have to wait because he would just would like do whatever at night, sleep. Till noon, Whenever, yeah. and then uh, uh, <laughs> so they'd be like, "Okay, That's we me, eight for all hours the listeners, from they now." And the guy be uh, <laughs> outside, and they're like, "Okay, his lights on. He's okay, awake. he's awake. We gotta right, grab guys. him. Grab yeah, him. So. Grab Paul McCartney. We need him." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Do you think he pulled that shit when an actual Beatle was on set? Like, was he still just like four hours late? No, I think he. I think he and Keith Richards were late because they were smoking too much in the back room before drinking mm. his exotic wine or whatever. There's. Yeah, Keith Richards bringing him in was such a great decision, and then for them to bring in Paul McCartney was so stupid. They're did like, it, "Oh, let's see if we can get." Did they make Paul a pirate? Yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, he's his cell. uncle or something. Yeah, something. yeah he, good, good. Okay, great. That's it's so bad, but I love it. It's ridiculous because then Keith Richards just works so well. And of course, they hand him a guitar, and he's just like fiddling with the guitar and his gnarly, fucking weird fiddling. Well, Keith fingers. Richards is literally who he based his performance on. He's doing an imitation of Keith Richards. Oh, then it makes perfect sense. Yeah, Paul McCartney is just like. Some do guy. you want to be in the movie? Yeah. What are you going to do? Paul wanted to be in the movie. You're going to yeah, say no, exactly. you're gonna say no to a Beatle? The man wrote yesterday. <laughs> like, what yeah. He heard we were making a new movie. He asked if he could do it. He's actually the reason we got this green lit. He just said he likes these enough. Yeah. Yeah, I'll like, we'll do it for Paul. It's just a passing comment. Like, yeah, I remember. I think I saw them. I them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, those are good. Yeah. yeah. I've been to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the ride. It's fantastic. Yeah, I took LSD and went to Disneyland. <laughs> the pirates really talked to me. <laughs> I said, Paul, write Sergeant Pepper. And I said, Hold up. What's, the, what's the timeline on the submarine ride at Disneyland, the yellow submarine? Is there a yellow submarine? There, well, there was, a sub, a there was an underwater, like... Yeah, that's 20,000 leagues, leagues under right? the ocean. Yeah. Or whatever is it not yellow? Is it no, not a yellow not a, submarine? It's not official it's, Beatles. Yeah, well, no, I know, but, like, you know, could Paul have been influenced by this? Is, mm. is, the, is oh. what I'm pitching here. You know? Oh! Like, like which old, came first? Old ride. Yeah. The fucking thief. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to say right here that Paul McCartney stole all of his shit. I think, uh, yeah. Baseless claim. It's a baseless claim, but I'm just going to say <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Well, Paul McCartney died, and then another guy took his place and yeah. just, just took all of his drafts and stuff. And like, I you know, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> That's not even the most conspiratorial thing I've said on a podcast. My last three I've had to edit out when I just like <laughs> tell people how to make bombs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, on that note, um, I was going to say, you're you're right, the ILM um, effects are actually groundbreaking on this film. So, like, um, usually, uh, it, it's actually a really good comparison, these two films, because mm. Spider-Man 3 has a lot of the old-school kind of composite work where, you know, you would do a digital pass, you would do, like, a, a practical pass, and then you would, like, try to implement these things in post-production, just kind of layering the, each image on top of each other. Um, in this film, uh, ILM built the technology to have, you know, the actor wearing the ping pong suit where he's on set and they capture all of his motion capture performance as he's doing the practical run. So they get both the digital pass and the practical pass at once. 
Um, I have those great photos of Bill Nye in the, in the, in the car. pajamas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, awesome. Hanging out with everybody. Yep. And, and I think it's also like why everything else here works so well too. Uh, Gore Verbinski was a compositor. He did uh, virtual effects works for like most of his career before this. So he also had like a really good eye on like making these effects work. And even like he would get like some of the dailies back from, from like the, you know, ILM and he would, you know, be like, Oh, turn the translucency down on this or up. Like he could give a note that specific, but he was also one of the biggest uh, pushers for them to do things practically. Cause in the behind the scenes, he's like, no, we got to do practically. It's not going to look as good if we don't Mm. No, And that, and that's the beauty of like both of these films is that they merge practical effects Mm -hmm. too, because all the digital effects are still so time intensive and expensive to do that, you know, you really had to pick and choose and make it, make it, but you also kind of see the transition from like how movies were made when they were actual films to like the Marvel goop of today. Yeah. Going from like practical big sets and then like maybe a little CGI to enhance it. So the third movie, they have like fully CGI characters. Like the end fight is like pretty much CGI. Mm-hmm. And then you go to like fast forward to nowadays when it's just a green room and Spider-Man's not even wearing the costume. Yeah. The the worst case scenario of like, you know, the Hobbit movies where they didn't even have the, the swords and the shields designed. They were just holding like <laughs> literal green noodles and hitting stuff. And it's like, Ian okay, McCullin's like having a breakdown. Yeah, exactly. I used to do Shakespeare. <laughs> Probably prepared him for cats. Like that. Honestly, well, Nothing else could break yeah. him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you think from an actor's perspective, that would be in some way enticing because so much of it is just bare bones imagination and trying to insert yourself into a situation that's complete fantasy. But it, it, it's gone beyond that sort of imagination. It's not a black box theater anymore when it becomes a green screen. It becomes mm-hmm. this weird capitalistic tool where it's like, oh, sure, whatever. Like the old, like, no, don't say we can fix it in post. You know, that's that's annoying. Now it's like, oh, fuck it, do whatever you want. You know, you're, we're, we've, we, we own you now. You have to do the next eight years worth of movies mm-hmm, for yeah. these. So, um, yeah, if you ever mess up or whatever, just fix well, it. It also post. gives them an excuse not to even finish the scripts and yeah. they can right. they can change everything later and like which like you, a story like that is the that's so you know you think that's so fundamental to telling a story is knowing how it ends and, and that oh, enhances yeah. everything with the, throughout the plot but yeah. now like they're not even concerned about like whether we have the actors because they can just be like yeah let's just pull up the cgi mo- model and or you know like and even yeah. they don't even need adr you could sometimes be dead. They'll, they'll train they'll a, put you uh, in a an movie. ai to yeah, yeah, yeah. They, what they're yeah. doing with james earl jones yeah. they're just <laughs> roboting his voice around that's fucking yeah. evil and opinion that's scary the carrie it fisher is, thing in uh rise of skywalker is like one of the most evil things i've ever seen in a movie they're just yeah. puppeting around a corpse Ugh. it's rough and it's like that's the thing is they also bring harrison ford back in that film like they that's what you're supposed to do like you create another reason you know to bring a force ghost back or something like but don't you know dig up the grave you know <laughs> like like you yeah. you can do that you can you can I, drive a dump truck of money to Harrison Ford's house Harrison yes. Ford he will come back Skywalker. you know <laughs> and another dump truck of just nug you will be a part of one movie. one a one to one ratio yeah. and he's I'm so glad yeah. they had him for like half a day he didn't even shave for the I movie. know it's so Han bad. Solo has never had any sort of facial hair he shows up with like active stubble he's got bags under his eyes he just got out of bed like, he's literally wearing the Indiana Jones hat like <laughs> he walked over from like shooting yeah. that like Which yeah what am I fucking doing <laughs> I don't know what the fuck a force ghost is and I don't care <laughs> don't make me blue <laughs> what an awful awful movie if you ever do 2019 I'll come on through 2019's <laughs> a really great year it's just so recent you know yeah. um, for like the concept Joker of this Rise of Skywalker and just have me yell for two hours <laughs> what was it hereditary no that was 27 well you got like Irishman Parasite 
Lady oh. Bird, like, right? Is Lady Bird's 2017. You got one spot in time in Hollywood. Little Women. Little Women. Oh, my or, God. Yeah, my little little women. women. I love them, Little Women. My Little Women. Bob Odenkirk saying My Little Women. My Little Women. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we addressed that Davy Jones boat's called the Flying Dutchman. It I is. mean, that's just that's just part of the fable. But like, like to me, it feels like it comes from SpongeBob. Yeah, yes. like, like I, I know nothing it? about pirate lore. <laughs> like, it's just what is, why is it flying? First of all, you're on the ocean. Canonically, yeah. pirates yeah. exist on water. Why would you be flying? I anything? feel like if anyone here knows about pirate lore, it's you. Well, and then <laughs> I can certainly when we were make making it up. the costume, Addy just can be like, "Oh, I should bring this too, and this, and this." I'm like, "How much Don't pirate memorabilia?" Yes, really I am, in, and I am in a pirate costume right now. For those of us listening at home, um, and yeah. I own all of this. I didn't have to go and get anything. And flying a Dutchman. And then you think the Dutch. Are the Dutch <laughs> surrounded by water? Aren't they landlocked? Is I it, never even put together that Dutch. I didn't, Isn't yeah, that the German? Dutch man. Right over my head. Like I was thinking it was like, like uh, what do you call the pastries that are like oh, na- Danishes? I was just like, you just they're just Danish. named after where they come from, you know? Like, it's not about the thing. <laughs> like, why, why is this German man in the air? What, he's supposed to be a pirate on the water. The flying Dutchman. That, I want... Um, it doesn't fly once. It's on. It floats. It's a boat. Yeah, I'm looking this up. You call a plane the Flying Dutchman. <laughs> if anything, it goes underwater. <laughs> it really does. Okay, there was a the moment also Dutchman. when <laughs> the Dutchman, exactly, the submerged Dutchman, was uh, in the middle of a fight and getting torn apart um, by British forces. And all I could think was, you guys can go underwater. You know, you can go underwater. You know, you can just take your boat and avoid all of this. You just went under, and that was a little, that was, <laughs> that's a nitpicky thing. But Yeah, this film is, like, full of plot holes like that, though. And, like, what? that that is all because of, well, just, like, the, the logistics of, like, how, of not how finishing the plot a script unfolded. Before. Exactly. You know? yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing. <laughs> you're, you're just looking at it. My favorite thing is, it, it like, they, I, I like how weird and wild this movie gets, where they're like, hey, we want to have this, like, Western, like, standoff with all, all of our, like, key heroes and villains. Let's put them on a beach in the middle of nowhere so that they Dude, can have yeah. this Dude, which oh, yeah, so which rules. Cool. It's great, and the music Concept, is great, yeah. and like I love that. But then they're like, oh, we have this plot hole that Davy Jones can't go oh, on man. land except once every whatever, right, 10 right. years. Yeah. So they're like, okay, well, let's put him in this bucket. And so like you, you see that, and you're like, okay, that's kind of funny. He's yeah, like that's standing in a bucket. <laughs> right. But then you're like, well, on his side is... Uh, uh, Cutler, Beckett, and Will. So, like, did they have to carry him in, in this bucket? Right, foot by they're foot. Like, they're like, oh, he you was take one side, and they're he they're, was waiting on yeah, the shore yeah, while they yeah. had to carry this. Also, yeah, like, why couldn't they could just make just the, the island have a pool of water <laughs> yeah, could, yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. standing yeah. in? You know, like just take some creative license. <laughs> he could just, he could just take a shower. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I've got some uh, some fun facts for the gang. So, the Flying Dutchman. It is a noun. It is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would hope. Good. Glad it someone is. did their research. <laughs> That's it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joshing. So, oh, in 1813, it was uh, first used as a legendary Dutch mariner reference because this legendary Dutch mariner was condemned to sail the seas until Judgment Day. And it's, according to legend, a spectral ship that haunts the seas near the Cape of Good Hope. And is under the employee of the British Trading Company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's see here. Yeah, what we got? Okay, We're so 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 we have to we have to address uh, Captain Barbosa here because um, so Captain Barbosa is the proper film or uh, film's first uh, villain, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he dies like they throw like a, a bomb in him, you know? Like isn't he like he a, gets he, shot by Jack? Oh, he gets yeah. shot right as Will cuts his hand and the blood falls on the coins, making yeah. him no longer zombies. Exactly, yeah. he's yeah unzombified. The curse is broken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he. he he seems very dead at the end of the first one. Yes. But at the, at the end of the second cold. film, <laughs> after Jack is dead, they go and find Calypso, who she brings no Calypso. one has met. And Calypso is just like, we're going to need a little help. And Barbosa walks down the stairs. <laughs> and he epic. is like, Chomping he's like, apple. but he's like yeah. ready to join yeah. the crew. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that's what's insane. He's it's like these there. people that like killed him. Yeah. Like the last time he saw them, he's now like already ah, ready to go. Like, like, ah. They didn't kill him. I mean, it was, it was Jack Captain Jack Sparrow that killed him. But then it was, it, I mean, the Will whole helped. crew was but, just yeah. there. He met, he met all those people though, you know, like yeah. they were all there. They didn't really do anything to stop it. He yeah, really did do the Nick Fury, like, I'm putting together a team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's, <laughs> the, that's the whole thing. Yeah. But yeah. He's, he's Nick Fury. And that's the thing. It works, like, because they were able to bring him into the third film in a fun way. But it feels really interesting because, like, it, it's it's one of those, uh, those things that you see in the Marvel Cinematic Universe all the time now, where it, something happens at the end of a film that feels like a status quo change. And then they don't even follow up on it. Like, they just drop yeah. that thread entirely. I hate it. Um, and it's like... It, you know, here they at least knew they were making a third film, whether or not it was written, so they knew they were going to use yeah. it. But the third film ends with this search for the fountain of youth, and that gets dumped on the fourth film. And you know, the fourth film's pretty bad. Like, what you know, was it because they tried to actually follow up on this stuff, or you know, like, I, I, yeah, I, it just it feels like I, you, you can did. see the way franchises are starting to like learn. There's a certain language yeah. to the manipulation. And one thing they did do, I think. <laughs> gracefully for the fourth film was bringing back Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom for just the right amount of time. The Wait, they're, movie, they're yeah. in it? That was the fifth. Yeah, that was the yeah, fifth. Yeah, that oh, was the dang fifth. it. Okay, that made me cry. Wait, have you have you been the whole this whole time been thinking of the fifth movie when you keep defending the fourth to me? Maybe. Is the fourth the mermaid one? Yeah, the fourth's the mermaids. I thought that was the same one as the returning and then the kissing in the every ten years, the big green That's light. That's the end of the and... third one where he returns to land and then they it's like See, a post credit scene. But I thought there was a daughter. Yeah, that's, that's the like fifth the, one. Okay. The fifth one. It's, it's there. Interesting. It's there. See, that was the seventh. <laughs> ah! <Yeah. laughs> Oops, uh, all pirates. <coughs> so they, they were going to make another pirates film with Margot Robbie. Right. Um, but it, it got, I believe it got canceled. But it was yeah, in production for like a Herb. year or two. Johnny Depp. Um, well, I don't know if like Jack Sparrow and Johnny Depp became viable again. Mm. Um, like, well, to do like a six pirates, right? Like, yeah. or if, yeah. uh, if there's some other issue, cause I don't know. It seems like an easy send up to, to get this franchise going again. Wants it. Yeah. You don't think I anyone take, wants that film? I, I take another Pirates of the Caribbean. You are the problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love some more, please. I love content. Yeah, I mean, I swashbuckling, yeah, nonsense. Yeah, having fun on if the seas. If there's set pieces as inventive as this film, like the water wheel fight, or even it. in the first film, like they have basic sword fights that are able to evolve. Like they have, you know, multiple viewpoints and, 
you know, different angles and like like the, the stakes heighten within the fights themselves. Like, yeah, yeah, they really pull off some really good stuff here. I gotta I, say, uh, the final like water wheel fight kind of reminded me of a toilet. Like they're just going down. Yeah, just oh, spiraling yeah. around the yeah. toilet. Yeah, like that each water other. slide called the toilet bowl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Great, great to watch. Arr. That's how I describe Yar. my morning. Yar. Um, can I go back to the Will Turner becoming the whatever and only being able to come on land for 10 years? Because that fucking Oh, David, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, oh, David, yeah he, why didn't Elizabeth go with him? She wants to be the pirate. She's the pirate That's king. exactly what I was thinking. Like, she will... She just stays but on it land can only be one person who, this, who stabs okay. a heart. This, yep, this, this, is, this is the plot What are they going to do? Kick her off? So yeah. Davy Jones came back from the, you know, the other place, right? Like, the after-Earth stuff. Um, and, and on his one day to like hang out with Kira Knightley. Yep. Um, but like he has to go back to that weird ass realm. Mm-hmm. Like she can't live in that realm without say, also being dead. Have to be under, like, underwater. So well, she can't just go down. Look, with look okay. Yeah. We're basing it on this. They could easily have just been like, oh, actually pirate magic. You can. Like, <laughs> but make but, it, she, but, but she could have, she could have served on his crew. Yeah. But the yearning the is too delicious. But he becomes the captain and they all like lose all their weird gross fish stuff. So clearly it just goes by they whatever the captain's yeah. orders is. Like they all look like that because he's a weird squid man. But then when the Will comes yeah. up. And Will could get a bucket like Davy Jones did. Yes, and just go stand on land. Yeah. And then hang out. And just milk out immunity. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a much great. They're more guidelines. If it's getting cold, you more water. The plot is more of a guideline. (laughs) (laughs) But no, wouldn't that be a much more fitting end to Elizabeth's character? She spends the first movie, like, she's all this proper uh, uh, English lady, but she just wants to be a pirate so bad. And then the third one, she's named Pirate King. Wouldn't it be much better if she sails off into the horizon with her love and they both get to be pirates instead of just like, oh, she's a mother. She yes. stays on land. She has his yeah. kid. And it, 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 she it's literally gets bad. the opposite of what she wanted. Like both mm-hmm. characters get the opposite of what they wanted, which is why it's tragically and yeah. dramatically fulfilling um, as an ending. But like, yeah, it's a bit of a bummer too. Such yeah. a bummer. Cause like their love really works. Like it, mm-hmm. they, they actually sell their chemistry really well. Yeah. I was pissed off because the second movie, they, they stop their wedding. It's the, it's the first scene of, right. of the film yes. because I love the tease. They, on they've that. basically driven them to that point at the end of the first film. Yeah. Um, but like, in in this film, they they in, towards the third act, they get married as they're fighting. So great. One of the greatest uh, scenes like, in the entire. Like, like, it's it's just incredible. Yes. 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 It, it is is just the best. <laughs> like you cannot top that type of stuff. Where and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's like shooting. I was looking much earlier. Yes, yeah. their friend behind you, <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, Elizabeth. <laughs> I love it every time he just like does a pirate noise where he's like, <laughs> oh no! What is it? In the third he goes, um, what are you doing? What are you doing? What no? What are you doing? Uh, no, what are you doing? What are no, what are you doing? It's like he wants him to acknowledge it, but oh, it's SpongeBob, so boy. <laughs> are you ready, kids? Are you ready, kids? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why we all love the Pirates films, just because we yeah, already yeah. love Spongebob, and we're yeah. like, yeah, I know these guys. Yeah. That's very pirate-coded, that whole series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't Davy Jones... Davy Jones' locker is a literal locker. Yeah, well, you see <laughs> yeah, it, like, well, in yeah. one of the later seasons, Davy Jones' locker is Davy Jones from the Monkees. It's his locker. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also, right, like, he's got, like, gym socks coming yeah, out. Yeah, it's yeah, his right? gym like, locker. Yeah. Literally yeah. the locker. Good ass show. It's just be a Spongebob show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of parlay 
jokes here. Um, I think they they have a callback to it. They have a lot of callbacks yeah, yeah. in like, this movie. It, the, the callbacks get a little too much at, at a point. It's a real. We some have of a them, some of them, I like. Like, but it's exactly. Yeah. It's, I think this movie, without without getting too far ahead into Spider Man, I think this movie works better because we're we're looking at two thirds in a trilogy. Yes, I think this one works better as a third because. In a way, I think they intended it to be a trilogy. Of course, like, yeah. and, and the way it was designed, like they they shot two and three at the same time, yeah. and, and it was like planned that way. Obviously, in hindsight, ironic because they made four and five. Of course, yeah. And then with Spider Man, I think they wanted to make a four. Yeah, they, 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 they did. Raimi did not out. want to stop. And, and yeah. so, like, wow. it's like that one does it became the third of a trilogy, whereas I yeah. think it was supposed to be more. And I don't think it works. As like a conclusion yeah. to that story, the, because it, it really just ends. The only yeah. concluding part is uh, Harry Osborn's story, but even yeah. Franco was game to come back. Yeah, like yeah. And, which is surprising because he has checked out that whole movie. Absolutely. He looks like he's stifling laughter the entire time. <laughs> he looks like he's saying these dumbass lines, like "Yeah, I just have amnesia. I can't remember." <laughs> Wait, when my, he, <laughs> he literally <laughs> looks high whenever he has amnesia. Like yeah. he's just like like giddy is on this set. My like, house? oh yeah, exactly. I guess my point of it back to pirates. No, no, yeah. That I the callbacks I guess work for me. Yes, they they get a bit obnoxious in this one, but yeah. I think be, I, I I accept it more because it's like it feels like okay, this is you're wrapping up this trilogy, the right. story, and and the, and I think it works within the world of this film because it's like they set out their own language almost, right? Mm-hmm. Like every film does this with its screenplay; it sets out you know themes and you know, just starts to deepen on the ideas as it goes on. But, you know, this is the beauty of a franchise that you could have this shorthand, you know, to, to things where like a, a, a parrot can say parlay as a joke. And then like, and, and the audience gets it. The oh, they, they said that <laughs> three <laughs> times in the last film. Yeah, exactly. They do the end game audience. I mean, really when the monkey shows back, oh, shows up again, is, like after yeah. they bring the, the, you know, the black pearl up, that's yeah. an audience cheer moment. Yeah. That, yeah. That big we name the monkey. Jack. <laughs> There'll be a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, there, there's some good performance here, uh, performances here. James Norrington as like the English kind of like, oh like, God, the um, actor from Pride and Prejudice. Yes. Yeah. He the is, short, the mean gay guy. He is unbelievably good. He is so perfect in this Napoleonic little twerp role. Yeah. He was just a psycho, just a straight psycho. Cause in the, his Norrington, we didn't like because he wanted Elizabeth and it right. was like, Oh, well he just, he doesn't even want Elizabeth. He just like wants the pretty Elizabeth. Like he doesn't like see her for the pirate Lord that she is. Um, but anyway, I mean, no, and it's fun. It wouldn't see her as a pirate Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's fun to like push Norrington aside though. And then like, yeah. let Cutler Beckett be like this other, like English, yeah. like brooding. He you know, doesn't villain. want Elizabeth. He wants her dead. Like oh, yeah. he wants everybody dead in the world under his thumb. And that is like so endearing for all the different like villain arches that we get arcs that we get throughout the pirates the first three especially like mm-hmm. with, between it whether it's jack whether and when when um i keep calling him orlando but when uh william turner switches over and starts working as an informant then it's like well fuck you dude like yeah, i was rooting for you mm-hmm. has their agendas yeah no but he's cool. learning from like jack's playbook too like mm-hmm. and so is kira knightley like right like they're all they're they're just like okay wait i know i can't trust jack because he did this to us last time we got yeah. to this point and so like their trust but issues <laughs> i'm gonna trust him again oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna regret it there is but a, he's so charming there is a line i really like that they cut for jack sparrow it's in a scene when he's uh, negotiating with cutler beckett but they they 
um, basically reveal that they had a past. Mm-hmm. Um, that like basically he was hired by the Eastern Indian uh, Trading Company to to like travel with some slaves as cargo. <laughs> And Johnny Depp, yeah. or sorry, Jack Sparrow says no, essentially. Yeah, says he's, well, the, he, the line was like, great. He goes, humans aren't cargo. The cargo it was, yeah, he got in trouble. He became a pirate because he set them free. Right, right. And then he, you know, he stole cargo from them and, and got was rid branded of it. a pirate. Yeah, yeah. So that's how it yeah. all started. Which is like, a, it, I, they cut it because it probably made him too much of a hero. Like explicitly, yeah, but everyone's already on his heart. side. It's a Disney film. Yeah. Like we, we know they're pirates. They're not really. Killing. It's also a little too know. real. Like I don't know if we yeah. want to put that's, slavery that's into the pirates franchise when they have weird squid monster people to and mention when, the like, darkest stain on American history. Yeah, when you also right. have pirate kings of like you've got an Indian pirate king and you have an African like uh, yeah. they don't ever specify what they got a wheelchair from pirate from. king they got, they got a wheelchair they got a gay pirate king they got a trans pirate king no they don't but they have you know they have like <laughs> they they have a wide ranging cultural just assortment of of pirate kings from across the mm-hmm. globe that when you mention like slavery it's like well where were they <laughs> why weren't they stopping the slavery but right. you know it's weird um, it did feel kind of shoehorned in like you know hey Jack's bad but like maybe he doesn't, and that's okay. That's what makes him so engaging. Oh, yeah. He's got a rusted, blood clotted, rum filled heart. And it's so fun to watch. <laughs> I like it as backstory for the character, but I also really? don't think it really fits in the movie. Don't I think it's yeah, it, yeah, the, for the character. Maybe it's one of those things. I feel like the director maybe told the actor to be like, "Hey, this is where you're coming from," but we're never going to say it. This yeah. is just like. I think that's an interesting right. way to get someone to become a pirate, like to mention their, oh, this is why you have the gun, Han Solo, without yeah. like, you know, just doing a full but what not they do with Solo. Yeah, yeah like, like that's as never, much backstory as I want. I think he might. I mean, it, it's, like it's, it is interesting because like this is another move they kind of do in uh, Spider-Man 3 where they recontextualize like Peter's mm. whole past and oh, even like God. his becoming of like what he is. We'll get to that. Because, well, that, <laughs> but like when you think about it, it's like, it you know, Jack is this ineffectual pirate, you know, or mm. ineffectual. Uh, and like, it, it, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, is he a bad pirate because he didn't want to be a pirate? Or is he a bad pirate because he's just selfish, right? Yeah. Like it, yeah, might yeah. money that. Little column A, little column B. Yeah, 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 fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Any final thoughts on uh, Pirates Three? I'll take a sixth, and I'll take a seventh, and I will be in the theaters <laughs> as high as nuts, appreciating the visual scenery, and that's it on that. Do they all have to be two and a half hours long, though? The longest movie ever made, and they yeah, and they cut twenty minutes of like just yeah. exposition. Like, it's they should have just not filmed it. They didn't need to. No, it's not like it would have made more sense. Should have just posted the script online. Yeah. You know what else is going to be almost four hours long though? Killers of the Flower Moon. So I think we should keep a broad mind. Okay, well that's I, fine. I, the that, difference yeah. is one was made by Gore Verbinski <laughs> and one was made by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> yeah. One of them made Mouse Hunt. One of them made Goodfellas. Like, sorry. <laughs> Grover Binsky's Goodfellas was One so of them good. has Davy Jones putting his tentacles into a guy's mouth yeah. out his nose. That was sick. That oh, was my awesome. God. Yeah. yeah, wait, and Davy Jones playing the organ? Playing the organ with his tentacles and having incredible. the key come out? Yeah. yeah. I would not mm. I would knock it. Take that, I, that's That's another thing I did want to bring up is that the, the special effects in this film, when this film came out, were actually revolutionary. Yeah. Like it felt like people were like losing their shit. I'm over, still losing. Over. It looks so good. It looks even better now. than it Avatar. Looks incredible I'll still. say that. Better, better. 
then Avatar. I haven't seen the new one, but the okay. with an Avatar. <laughs> I thought you, yeah, I guess I, I haven't seen the new too. one, but the but the but. first one, yeah, I, I just the Avatar got the hype that I yeah that it's I always felt than like fucking like Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh yeah, if you could even see it from how dark it looks. Oh my god, the Little Mermaid shit that looks awful. Oh no! Have you seen the flounder poster? It's a fish. It's just a fish. It's just a fish. It's just a fish. It's got kind of a smile. I guess. I mean, they already like Lion King was already a travesty. Like yeah, Lion King is unnerving. Don't watch it high. Like I was just genuinely unsettled. I was like, this is not natural. Like because they look so real, and all of a sudden their mouths start moving in this really fake way. They're like singing, but kind of. They're so unexpressive, head. like, mm-hmm. yeah, but it looks like a nature doc. Like, it, 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 yeah. it was just like they didn't have a smart artistic take on it. Like, you, you could have gone one or the other way, like, if you really and it, committed to it. The problem is, it. too, is like it gets promoted as the live action version, but it's fully animated. Full, right. Yeah, and it's, it's like, still animated. why do that version of animation when you have the original, which is. What if they started doing uh, animated awesome. remakes of their live action movies? So then you get like animated Pirates animated of the, Pirates the Caribbean at World's End. Yeah, uh, you get animated Haunted Mansion I with mean, Eddie Murphy. They're doing it with, they're making TV series out of movies now, right? Mm, with yeah. Harry Potter and Twilight. So and we're all that, that could that. be the Dislike. next part of the trend. Mm. <laughs> 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 but I want to hear you guys talk about Spider Man. Talk about this funny little movie. Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah, uh, we will take a, a quick little break and be right back with Spider-Man 3. A word it. from our sponsors, audible.com. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So this is what I think about Israel. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, welcome back, everyone. We are talking Spider-Man 3, also from 2007. This one's directed by Sam Raimi. Uh, you guys Sam Raimi fans at all? How could I not be? Gotta be right. He's a he's a good director. That's why I'm a fan of him. I I'm embarrassed to say the only Sam Raimi films I've seen is now the Spider Spider Man movies. That's yeah. totally okay. Yeah, it's, yeah they're good I movies. I hadn't seen a lot of them until um, Blank Check went through them, and I just watched them front to back. Mm-hmm. And and also to clarify, I just watched Spider Man three this last weekend. That's that's even crazier. I I know all the references. I know all the memes. But I, you know Bully so McGuire. I know Bully McGuire. I know him personally. Did mm-hmm. you, <laughs> oh he bullied you? He bullied me severely. But oh, I, you I, just cry? Saw the, <laughs> I just saw the movie for the first time this last week. Um, so did you see the first two Spider Man movies? Yes, I I had a very uh, intimate history with the second one. Uh, yeah, when it come out, I was my family was going to Germany. And on the plane, they were playing Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I was in second grade. I was just watching that. Dude, yeah. It, you're on glued repeat, to the screen, yeah. Glued to the screen. My dad was, like, nudging me, like, go to sleep. Like, the whole plane, the lights are out. Everyone's sleeping. And I'm just watching Spider-Man 2, like, at least two or three times. And then, of course, like, my family, like, now makes fun of me that we land in Germany, get in our rental car. We're, like, driving around beautiful countryside. And I'm just, like, crashed out in the back because <laughs> I watched Spider-Man 2. The whole, the whole plane, plane ride. Yeah. Yeah, Spider-Man 2 is definitely the bigger one from my childhood. Like, I would rent that from the library I just, all the time. I, I find it so funny that I loved that movie so much and never saw the third one. Never saw the third one. Right. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, like, that's the thing is the cultural impact was there for the first two. Like, the enthusiasm from all your peers was there. Like, yeah. the, the bottom really dropped out on the third. I remember the Spider-Man hype from the time, though. Like, I thought the black suit looked sick. And it's I still... Remember, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I remember, remember all the ads. The toys the everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember well, the magazine cover that had Shrek dressed as a pirate in Spider-Man. They <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> that would have been Shrek. Shrek the yeah, third. I'm pulling oh, that up for the, for the social media post this week. <laughs> That's crazy. I've done so much digging, I cannot find it. I might have imagined this, but I'm pretty sure there was a magazine cover that had Shrek dressed as Jack Sparrow and Spider-Man. 
feel like I've seen that. I, that yeah. that does sound like an AJ fever dream from when <laughs> yeah. you were a kid. If not, I'll like, make it with AI. Like I was obsessed <laughs> yeah. with Toy Story when I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. that was my on repeat before I could say any words. And like I had a dream where like my Buzz and Woody dolls were like life size. And like Whoa. I thought it was real, and like I woke up and they weren't, and I was like, I was hanging out with them, like it yeah, was a real I'm fucking. For sure, I know. I'm, I'm like, Buzz and Woody from the movie hanging out next to me, like just yesterday. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. thought you were a toy. You thought you were like. I literally, well, or that they were one of me. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. If I was one of them, that would have been like a nightmare, yeah. right? Like, oh God, like my tiny. parents walk into the room, and then, and then I just like foot. freeze, yeah. like yeah. Andy's coming. Mom's coming. Oh. Oh. What? Um, <laughs> let's go back to Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I, like, I again, I love these movies, too, growing up. Um, Hulk actually was, like, a bit, uh, like, the that also came in two, out in 2002 um, when the first Spider-Man came out. I never saw Hulk, but um, I did have the toys. Was that, that Mark Ruffalo Hulk? No, no, no. no, no that the, was the, the, the Ang Lee directed Eric it. Eric Bana Hulk. Eric Bana. Yeah. That, yeah. that was, like like actually hit me like somehow as a kid emotionally. Like I really love that, but everyone loved these Spider-Man films. Like, mm-hmm. like how could you not? Fucking great. I'm, I'm going to say this right here. I'm going to be that like Norman Rockwell, brave man standing tweet. Yeah. 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 Toby Maguire is better than Tom Holland by a fucking mile. He's, I think so. Oh, I hate Tom Holland I, Spider-Man so much. I think he's a little twerp. I just want to kick him. I want to kick him in the face. I think it's so tough because it's like it's about the inceptions of the characters that we're dealing with. Like, when you want to throw Andrew Garfield into the discussion here, oh, like they're just they're him. they're pulling a lot from like the amazing um, you know, comic lines. Yeah. Um, but I think Andrew Garfield's miscast. I think he gives a good performance but doesn't have a good script. He would have been a good Harry Osborne. He would have been oh. a great Harry Osborn. You know what though? That's the thing is like James Franco was their original pick for Peter Parker. That because, does not work. No, 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 oh no, God. absolutely. It, because he was wow. the star at the time, and and Jesus. Toby was like an unknown. And you know he was signed on to the project. He yeah, wanted he's got that it. Side of house rules. And they they, they, they oh ended up God. pushing him over to Harry eventually. And I think that's why the rivalry works so well. Because well, he also like, looks so much like Willem Dafoe's kid. Like it's yeah. spot on. But he, but also it's like he feels he like was yummy as an actor. In the movie. You know, he's like I could have been Spider Man, right? Mm-hmm. Like this guy did take something from me. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he's personally oh, invested in that. Took way. MG from me. Which is the same thing that happened with Loki and Thor. Um, yeah, Tom Hiddleston got, was gonna be the was gonna be Thor, and then they cast Chris yeah. Hemsworth. No, I, Tom Hiddleston, insane. natural and, blonde. And you can't think of it any up, other way. Yeah, bulked up for the role, bulked way up. Yep. Got like weirdly monster big. Chris Hemsworth just like he's Thor. Like yeah, he exactly looks like right, Thor. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think because I grew up with Tobey Maguire, I always liked him the most. I never saw the Andrew Garfield movie. Yeah, and I've seen two of the Andrew Garfield's uh, just so Tom cool. Yeah, like, yeah, he always came out. He's a nerd. Yeah, he's, he's like skateboarding. He's wearing t shirts like, on top of Tom, long Tom shirts. Tom I give him that he looks young and he like feels like yes. he's like a kid. Like I don't know how old he is, but he looks. Well, like he was eight, young. he was like eighteen or twenty one. He was nineteen in Civil War the first time he was Spider Man. And like I don't know, I don't know how are how old are they supposed to be in like Spider Man three? Well. Are they like Spider Man Three? They're well, in college. Yeah, okay. They're probably like later college years, um, and then like all of the Tom Holland ones. They're supposed to be in high school. Literally, right. okay. the okay. third one is because I mean they they look older. College. Um, and I but yeah. I, I I agree that I always like. Yeah, I, I rewatched the first one too, and I'm like everyone here looks like they're 35. Yeah, Flash Thompson just looked like a man. There's <laughs> absolutely a, there's a moment where, where their teacher stands next to them, and if you it's did the if you just showed them the picture <laughs> and be like, which one's the teacher? You wouldn't be able to pick them out. 
I mean, that's the problem, like, with actors aging, right? Like, you, mm-hmm. you do not see the progression for, like, 10 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then suddenly it looks like them, or they have to look, yeah, they have to look the same for a really long time, or between a year. Like, look at the Stranger Kids things between seasons two and three. Like, it's like, oh, my God, that's a completely different person. Like, mm-hmm. My biggest problem with Tom Holland is a little bit like Andrew Garfield. I still think Tom Holland's too cool. Like, he just seems like kind of a sweet kid that, like, would be yeah. popular because he's really nice. Whereas Toby, like, he, he just looks like a loser. It's, it's a he's thing. got a punchable yeah. face. <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah. thing where, like, a lot of action stars, like, nowadays are, like, missing out on um, failing, right? Like, yes. Jackie Chan was always getting beat up in his own, like, Indiana fights. Jones, he's always, yeah. like... One step from being killed. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, I think that one foot back, you know, or like is so much more interesting mm-hmm. than just being like the perfect hero. That's, that's also the point the of Spider-Man is that he's going to have to sacrifice everything. It's like, yeah. you know, on one side of the city, there's a fire that's going to kill 10 people. On the other side, Aunt May is in the hospital. Right. Like he's always going to have to choose. Yeah. He's always going to lose. No matter what he does, he can't win. And it's so good. Like this, that happens in the second movie where... You know, uh, he's going to see MJ on an off-Broadway play, and like, you know, just some some guys in a in a truck like have are holding money bags out of the car. <laughs> like, it is yeah, so uh, comical. They got it, like, like, you love to yeah. see it, and that, yeah. that's what makes it charming. I think is it's not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so you you're not like waiting for like Iron Man to show up and right. save it. Like, you're like, okay, this guy is doing it all himself. Well, also yeah. just basically, there's, no one else is going to stop yeah. it if he doesn't. Yeah. Basic yeah. writing, you never have a moment where people go like, uh, "There's a sand man." And they're like, <laughs> "That's a little dumb." Like they take it, <laughs> yeah. everything in the world, yeah, they take yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the closest you get is that yeah. uh, Spider Man goes, "Where do these guys come from?" And like that's a funny joke because right. it's like, yeah, this is weird, but he's not like. Well, this material is... Yeah, or you can say... Us, the yeah. writers, are smarter. Like, yeah. J.K. Simmons can make the quip, where yeah. he's like, Sam, man, whatever... Like, you yeah. know, like, he yeah. can just go on a riff. Like, and you, 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 you would accept that. <laughs> yeah. I want pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> I have one of my notes is that uh, J.K. Simmons is just sinking threes, this whole... Trilogy. The whole movie. He's like, oh, the whole trip. <laughs> I mean, his first character introduction, um, there's this really fun game. Elizabeth Banks is playing his assistant, and she's got a she buzzer... And basically, like, he's on heart medication. He's not allowed Mm -hmm. to get angry anymore. And um, so, like, anytime he starts to get angry, she puts a buzzer on. And, like, it it only makes him more infuriated inside. Um, And, like, yeah, he's got great physical bit with the pills where he spills them. So, like, easily the best performance of the trilogy, right? Yes, yes. Maybe one of the best comic book movie performances ever. So good there was no, you know, they're like, we're bringing him back into the MCU. Like, there's no one else we can even think of. That's one of the few things I do like about the Hall movies is that they brought him back but also changed him so now he's like Alex Jones mm. I wish they went harder movie. with it like Ale- uh, J. Jonah Jameson in the new ones he's like Alex Jones you know the, the turn of the freaking frogs gay oh yeah yeah. Who, who just, are you comparing just doing to? J.K. Simmons? Yeah, J.K. Simmons' character comes back for the Tom Holland. He does like a he does like a Jones fake James. news thing even in these oh. um, and, and in the because the, the, he's the one constant in the multiverse oh. is that there's always a J.K. Simmons, <laughs> right. J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, they J. also J. have whiplash in that in that universe. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, there's some decent stuff here though. Like we start with uh, MJ on Broadway, and I kind of like that it's like. So MJ's not great as a uh, as a performer. Like she kind of is singing a mediocre song. It's from Annie Get Your Gun. It's like a Broadway review that they're doing here. Um, on the commentary, they said that Sam Raimi picked the song because he. Liked I was wondering, it. I was like, what the hell show is this? I, yeah, just a. It's a really random, obscure pick. You might even think it was written for it, but yeah, um, yeah it's just a. Uh, it, it's good because then the the critics kind of like. Um, uh, wait, wait, 
you say it. They they, uh, they, they don't want. Her. Yeah, they pay yeah. her. Thank you. Yeah, they're I like, like she sucks. We hate her. Get her out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I I like the their relationship in this one because, I, I, or at least I get what they're going for because like it, it does feel natural that like there is this sort of rift in their communication. Like right. she's going through her own wins and losses. He's going through his own wins and losses, and they like are never really at the same time. Mm-hmm. And like it's hard for them to like communicate that with each other. It gets, you know, yeah. Bully Maguire, it gets, it gets, <laughs> right. he gets a little emo about it. Later no, but on, it, it but is like, almost a Star is Born-esque in that, like, one star will rise and one will yeah, fall, right? Yeah. Like, and they're both, like, you know, she's obsessed with, with how the media is portraying him, and he's just finally glad that the city's on his side. Like, he's mm-hmm. not even thinking about all these other things. Yeah, like, it's like the first time that, excuse the pun, he's been on the upswing of things. Because right. the first two movies, <laughs> like, even when, I know, we gotta step back. <laughs> but no matter what he does, even when he's helping people like it's just illustrated so well in the first like 10 minutes of spider-man 2 where he's delivering pizza and some dude just goes spider-man stole that dude's pizza <laughs> like no matter what he does half so the city's good. gonna hate him especially yeah. J. jonah jameson's gonna spin it yep. so that the city spin hates it. him ah. I'm spinning now. I'm literally spinning. <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Can I say I'm fucking sick of that song too? The Spider-Man theme. I liked it yeah. in these original ones, but they I li- keep reincorporating. I, it. I like uh, in the second one, they they have a lady playing it on the violin, mm-hmm. and she and she like just goes Spider-Man, Spider. Like and yeah, like that. That's a fun one, but. Uh, that's the thing marketing just tends to ruin all the fun things. Well, that's what the Tom it. Holland movies, yeah. their theme is just the Spider-Man theme because they just take things from other movies and try to claim them as their own because yeah. they're really uninspired. Spider-Pig. They just did a John Spider-Pig. Hughes movie with Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Pig, really Spider-Pig is this year. Yeah. The Simpsons movie comes out this year. So Spider-Man was oh, fucking that's, Yeah, that, that's, okay, that's on go. top. Oh my that's God. probably right, yeah. but it then just kind of... Yeah, that was the best marketing for that movie. <laughs> well, every so every good. kid was singing Spider-Pig. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Which yeah. made him go, oh, she watched Spider-Man tonight. <laughs> well, also Knocked Up this year. Like the, One not, of the plot points is that they want to see Spider-Man. <laughs> it's, yeah, not in Knocked Up and in um, the, the, the other uh, Jed Apatow. Um, there, there's another throwaway line about... Spider-Man three in both of those films. Wow. I, I like, it, it's a really funny gimmick. Like if you know your movie's coming out summer 2023 and you know, Barbie's coming out, you're like, just make a joke mm. about like, let's go see Barbie or something yeah. like, yeah. Oh wow. I got to see knocked up. I haven't seen knocked up. I haven't seen like, Asian I don't know if you Avatar have to movies. see knocked up. <laughs> yeah. You, you'll be fine. You live a full life. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a cultural, like that and Step Brothers and those movies that are so of that 2008. Yeah. Like, you can watch our episode on on uh, knocked up if you want. I'll just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Super bad, definitely. Super bad, yeah, yeah. I, oh, when was walk that? hard, walk hard too. That was two thousand seven. Yeah, I didn't even like, discover hot fuzz, uh, hot rod, Juno. Balls of Fury. Juno's one of my top ten movies. <laughs> you got some listening to do. He's talking Jeez, about Balls of Fury. I haven't I done all these episodes yet. Oh my god! Yeah, all yeah. of those are. Fantastic. Yeah. Anyways. No, 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 you're good. Um, A thing I want to get into, though, with, with, like, this movie, too, you know, just with Pirates as well, is the the size of the production on scale here, or on on display here, because, yeah, it's it's unparamounted. Like, like, uh, the visual effects supervisor was talking about it, and he said the total file size for the first film was four terabytes. And (laughs) when they were working on the Sandman 
uh, construction scene when he first kind of like tra- transforms into the monster. Beautiful scene. Like it's, it's said all it the is, time. It's, it's gorgeous. so well done. Uh, also, the first thing they started filming, um, they did it before anything else. You know, like mm. the script wasn't finished as well in this stage, but they needed to get the time going on pre-production. But that... Um, that one scene alone was 37 terabytes of information, Jeez. Um, which just goes to show like how much like the industry was changing at this point. Mm. They obviously had some shortcuts where like they had built CG models of Spider-Man for Spider-Man two. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they, they knew how to like swing these characters through the city really easily, but they took on a bunch of like stuff that they weren't able to do before. Um, Raimi always wanted to do an aerial fight that was just like all in the air never kind of you know hit the ground and they hit that with uh harry osborne and peter when they first encounter oh yeah that's a, um, a good idea for a fight is that he's not in the suit you know he's right. caught off guard right i mean he's in a suit but not no no he's suit. exactly he's in a dress suit but like and and something fun about that scene too yeah is that you've you know it's it's finally peter fighting a friend like all the villains have been somewhat involved in his life, which is what makes these Raimi movies so great. Is that yeah. he emotionally has mm-hmm. a connection to them. They're not just And then Tom Holland's movies, guy. it's like they're all just enemies of Tony Stark. Anyway, yeah, right, back. right. Tony yeah. Stark it's like what them. dude, it's like it's like Tom Holland is defending Elon Musk. Like, you know, he's like like he's like, let me defeat all these supervillains that Musk created. Like, you know. Spider Man No Way Home is one of the most depressing movies I've ever seen. I mean, you know, it's a... Uh, it was it was it was fun in the theaters a little bit. Uh, I but bet people were like, willing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I it's not a movie I'm itching to go back to see again because it I doesn't just, feel like it rewards a rewatch. It, like it's all built to just like push your buttons once, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it was the one because I had not seen this Spider Man three, and then I had not seen either Andrew Garfield ones. Oh yeah, that it was like I went into it, and I obviously over the years of memes and just hearing about the story, like I knew who these characters were but I had no emotional attachment. All those Jamie Foxx Electro memes. Yeah, where it was just kind of like, okay, cool. Like, And I I knew the whole thing of Andrew Garfield, or, or, um, yeah, Andrew Garfield, like, uh, not catching... uh, uh, Gwen Stone. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, when he catches her, I'm like, okay, I I see what you're doing, but I just don't care. Yeah. Same. (laughs) Yeah, okay. The way I described it is that watching Spider-Man No Way Home was like being a kid and watching someone uh, break your toys. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I was just like, you're not playing with them right. They wouldn't say that. (laughs) But then when, when, like, the moment, like, I mean, Maybe, maybe no one else, but the moment when he like reunited with Doc Ock because I love Spider Man too, I was like, yeah. oh, that's awesome. Well, They're together. I think the, mo- like the, nice the movie even yeah. knows that oh, they they sideline Electro, they sideline uh, Sandman, and even the lizard is in it. I mean, like, like you're all, like what? All three like, of those can just yeah, they're just like they're, they yeah. wanted like to the hit. Lizard. Sinister Six <laughs> in numbers only. Sure. Right? Like, it was just had someone five. had that pitch. Well, they have Venom in the end credits. They got Tom Hardy's Venom. He's in the air cards like, hey, what am I doing here? Well, I got a Venom in me. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I really want to see Venom. I have never Venom. seen Venom. I actually I haven't seen I him, gotta too. I got to go get him. They, they seem, like, fun. Yeah, like they seem really fun. fun. They seem I really, I say it really hesitantly fun. because it's from the studio that made Morbius still, you know? Another um, one I would like to see just for fun. You want to see that? Yes! I, I saw someone tweet out the story, like, in, in a thread, and I was, like, scrolling through, see, and I was like, this is absurd. I was just I like, hey, this can't be a real movie. I just want to watch it all fall apart together. Yeah. Um, I've been having this debate, and I want you guys to settle it, is who's the worst character in the trilogy? Because I got three uh, examples. There's Eddie Brock, as played by Topher Grace. Mm. 
There's Gwen Stacy as played by Bryce Dallas Howard, and there's the Butler played by some British. Guy. <laughs> I have a story about the Butler. <laughs> the Butler. What's your Butler story? He was my parents' neighbor. What? what? He, his, that is John Paxton, or his name's John Paxton. He's yeah. Bill Paxton's dad. Oh my God! Is the Butler? Uh, you're talking about yeah. the yeah. Osborne Butler. Which Bill Bill Paxton was in a uh, some Sam Sam he Raimi next films door before to this. Osborne. So my parents uh, in. Solana Beach is where they had a condo, and they lived there, and it was my parents' first date, and somehow uh, John Paxton and his wife invited my parents over for chili, and uh, Bill Paxton was there, uh, and I think there was maybe someone else there, so they, they knew them casually, and so they show up for, it was supposed to be just chili night and, yeah. and John Paxton shows up or opens the door in a tuxedo <laughs> and they're like all right this is uh are we underdressed or what and so they come in and I guess like they didn't put out enough napkins so like my parents are like sharing napkin under the table and then pretty bad butler he's, yeah, he's, a, ter- he's a terrible that's like butler 101 <laughs> yeah and then uh he like the, I guess the wife would just kind of rant about like a bunch of stuff and during dinner John Paxton like pulls out a tape recorder and plays it back for her and it just got tense, and Whoa. everyone's like, Ooh, <laughs> "Wow!" Like he's he knows what he's doing, but um, yeah, yeah, this was not the first time he pulled the tape for. <laughs> no, no, he, he's been using that yeah, tape recorder. Yeah, yeah, but uh, and then many years later, my mom they were in uh, uh, Palm Springs, and she was in the bathroom somewhere, and like heard this lady just like yelling, and she was like, "Mary Lou, is that you?" And just recognized that voice. She just knew. So, she knew yeah, it. so really but funny. yeah, I didn't know it Bill until Paxton's like halfway through mother. the movie. I was like. Who is this butler? That's why I looked it up and John Paxton. Yeah. Um, he's a bad butler, bad friend, bad mentor to Harry. He's like, hey, so I know you've already taken a lot of damage, but everything you're fighting for is wrong. He withholds yeah. a lot of information until like until it's ready for the plot. Until it's ready for the plot. That yeah. seems really rough. Yeah. I think they cut it in the editors. Yeah, I uh, wish I'd watched the editors film. cut, but it's it's pretty good. I I realized I hadn't seen. I I watched like on on Voodoo last year, uh, Spider Man Three, and I, I was watching the editors cut, and I was like, this is really good. <laughs> like yeah, I what's, just didn't really. The big, what's the big difference in it? Not too many things. Just like a few minor. Uh, scene time changes but there there's one scene i think at the end it's the butler scene that they they cut entirely and i think instead harry just sees mary jane in peril on tv hmm. and he just decides himself to go and join and yeah save it's her. like you know what even if he did i'm gonna go help my friends versus the butler being like hey actually no he's good you're fine you can right. go ahead yeah <laughs> by the way your did your dad did actually die by yeah, your exactly. dad, the Green Goblin, yeah. he actually died. I was there. <laughs> I was there, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, know, you know how one of his weapons was a giant knife board? So that's the thing that killed him, yeah. We talk about this a lot, but I'm going to tell you this now. So you know how Spider-Man has never used a knife in his life? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, a knife. No, I don't know, weakness. Maybe, maybe he was reading, you know, the Daily... What Daily Bugle Daily, is Daily that? Bugle. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah, he was reading all the misinformation about Spider Man. He's like, "Yeah, this guy fucking." Sucks. It's kind of funny that J. Jonah Jameson prints a retraction on that. Right. That uh, so Eddie Brock, played by Topher Grace of uh-huh. that '70s show, he plays who looks just like Billy McGuire. Yeah. So, did you say Billy McGuire? <laughs> Maybe. <What was laughs> Big name? old Billy Bob. No, but so. Uh, Topher Grace is confused. playing Venom in this movie. Okay. Uh, so yeah, he's Eddie Brock. He's a rival photographer at the Daily Bugle. And J. Jonah Jameson's like, all right, whoever can get me pictures of Spider-Man doing evil gets a staff job. And so Topher Grace, what he does is he takes a picture that Peter Parker had already taken and just like colors it black. 
And he's like, Spider-Man's evil now. Yeah, and he then, does a Photoshop where he's like, he it makes it look like he's stealing money. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then uh, oh, Peter Parker calls him on it because he's in his full emo phase yeah. and just doesn't care. And so J. Jonah Jameson's like, well, we're going to have to print a retraction because we lied. It's like, oh, bro, you're basically the New York Post. Like, nothing you say is true. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bully Maguire, I got to say, really kicks this movie into gear. Yeah, I mean, the most of the film is like this kind of... It, the, the the shadow that Peter Parker is fighting is it has to do with Uncle Ben's death, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, like the dark suit, the the venom suit is like feeding on his hatred. Yeah, yeah, like, it's mostly, feeding on his evil. Like it's like <laughs> yeah, no, like it's it's like evil are incarnate. In yeah. yeah, Doctor Connors is yeah. looking at Flubber, and he's like, yeah. So this evil space skew, it like. Scientifically, it makes you more evil. <laughs> it's so good too, because in the in the commentary, they're all just calling it goo. Like they were yeah. like we they're in they're like through production, we never found a better name for it's it. Goo. It's like they're, goo. They're like they like they try to call it other things, and they're like it's just it's just alien goo or whatever. Like, <laughs> is, it, is it ever given a name? It's the symbiote no, is what they like the science yeah. name they call it, but it's just it's space goo. Yeah. The original plan was that uh, uh, J. Jonah Jameson's son, who's in the second movie, he's about to marry Mary Jane. He's an astronaut. The original plan is he yeah. was going to go into space, and then that would come back with him. Versus mm. what they do in the movie, where it just falls out of the sky and it gets <laughs> on the toe for grace. Yeah, for no reason. Well, first it, it latches on to uh, Peter when he's right. just had his little date with MJ, where they sit on a web, and then the plot has to happen. So the space goo falls on him, and he gets a shiny black yes. suit, and it makes him more evil. So. Yeah, that that's the big problem with the film, right? Is that like a lot of things just have to sit and wait it's a until big they have a time. Movie. Yeah, it's like, and then this happens, and then that happens. Right, and that's that's like the big thing with this film was that Sam Raimi wanted to make a Sandman movie, and he was going to get to the James Franco stuff because he had set that up in the last film. He's like, great, we got two villains here. Yeah, let's go. We've done one villain in the last two films. Like we can expand on this a little bit, and. Avi Arad, which is one of their uh, one of the longtime uh, Sony producers, famous asshole, famous asshole with ties to Trump. Uh, yeah, well, he's just like laundry list of bad, you know, wow. takes um, essentially. But um, yeah, he forced Venom in for toy sales. He he was like, the more villains we have, the more toy sales we have. Venom's the most popular. Money and Sam uh, Raimi doesn't give a shit about Venom because Sam Raimi is pulling from like the '60s Spider-Man, where right. it's just like a guy puts on a bird suit and robs. Exactly. A bank. And Venom is all about the in the '90s when comic readership was like falling away, and like they were just doing everything they could to try to seem like edgy. Yeah. And, and you know, Deadpool. Cool. Deadpool came, Deadpool in the came 90s. out in the '90s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, the Merc with the mouth. And, and yeah, you know, it's like, like Venom's Venom can be done well. But uh, and, and, I, and I even think Raimi <laughs> exactly. I think Raimi actually has a take here that could have worked just in a different film. It'd have to be uh, expanded. It's in the last thirty minutes that Topher Grace just becomes evil, right, gooey Spider-Man, right. and they barely get to it. And I, I think too, like special effects wise, Venom was it not. He was really tough and really hard to do. I think he looks okay. For he the looks time fine end. when the mask is down. Um, when it pulls back and it's just like Tover Grace's dumb face, dumb Dude, face with the bad you, teeth. They built the a, teeth they built a miniature of, of Venom, and it looks like ten times better. And they were trying to do more miniature work in this film. They did a little bit with a couple like cars falling and stuff, but um, they for whatever reason the studio wanted I think a little more CGI potentially. Yeah. For that, I think they thought miniatures would look cheap. Um, 
it, which is like really upsetting because Sam Raimi has some of the best miniature work mm-hmm. um, in Evil Dead Two and uh, Army of Darkness. Like the guy really can pull it off. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Let me look at my notes. There's another. Uh, so Thomas Tr- uh, Hayden Church is playing the Sandman here. Um, the producers said that they had seen him giving a acceptance of speech uh, for the movie Sideways. Um, he had right. like a big role in that. And they, or they and taste wine. It, it, I've never seen this man, this actor before, but as soon as I looked up pictures, I'm like, oh, I have seen this part of Spider-Man. It's He's the got, guy yeah. from he looks George like, of the Jungle. It's like John Cena with a lot more <laughs> skin and a lot less muscle. Yeah. Um, more hair. Yeah. But it, it's really interesting that he was hired off of an acceptance speech to play a villain. Not, not, not the iconic performance As itself. Say, he's great in the film. Yeah. yeah. He but looks so good. It, His costuming is top notch. Oh, they, they the nailed it. Well, that's, that's the thing. The, yeah, well, it's a direct translation from the. Right. I, looked at, I looked that up because I, I, yes. I don't. I haven't read any of the comics and I've, yeah. I've seen a good amount of like the Marvel movies to know most of the characters, but because he wasn't in any of them, I looked him up and yeah, he's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, and that's the thing that they even do with uh, Doc Ock really well, because like Doc Ock is just wearing like a trench coat and like and like goggles, and mm-hmm. like they somehow make it look cool in the mm-hmm. second film. Like they it's they don't just take the costumes and then you know like throw everything out. Like they're they're actually mm-hmm. trying to his, adapt the his characters. Is a little different. Doc Ock is a little different from the. Comic. Yeah, he's got like yeah. Well, he's got the lab coat, yeah. right? The yeah. white lab coat, but which, no, I, I and like the green his, gloves because I or the yellow gloves. He's got a bowl cut. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I grew up with the, the movie, so cut. I liked his look, mm-hmm. and then I saw the comics. I was like, oh, he's. Fine. And the arms were also practical in the second movie, not in the Tom Holland movie, and that's why it's not as good. But they were practical. They had people just moving around. They did a little bit of puppet work, but like they didn't do any. Like I said, a little bit. Yeah, like there's videos of them behind the scenes. There's a great one where he's practicing for Fiddler on the Roof. Because he was oh, going to be in that right after filming. Yeah. And, and they're doing If I Were a Rich Man, but they're puppeting the octopus arms, too. <laughs> yeah, he's going. Oh, he played, um, he played Tevye. Tevye. Oh, that he was great. Is I'm, he Jewish in real life, that actor? Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> Alfred Molina? I'll pull up early life on Wikipedia. Italian Jewish, <laughs> early life. Who was his mother? He is not Jewish. He's a Spanish. Glad I said he's Jewish. <laughs> and Italian, Spanish and Italian. Uh, Spanish Italian, hey. Italian, very cool. Um, but yeah, that that the just going back onto the thread of how big of a production this film was. They were shooting in the streets of New York. They were shooting downtown LA and in Culver City. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, studios uh, spaces out here. Um, I'm pretty sure they did one of the fights in Cleveland, Ohio. We well, gotta. It, like it's not well because it's like the it, it was one of the car scenes so you must so <laughs> well, spidey's going to cleveland because <laughs> you you have to double uh for new york right a lot of yeah. the times just for like the logistical sure. uh stakes of a production um they there was a car chase where the sandman is stealing money out of a an armored car another classic genre setup yeah. right um, Those armored cars with the bags armored of cars money. with money, like yeah, <laughs> bags of money with dollar signs on the on the mm-hmm. end of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they they blocked off ten blocks uh, of the city for this shoot, and they repaved the whole road wow. um, just because like the road wasn't good enough um, wow. for it. And it's just like just goes to show like how much work goes into the the coordination of like even a simple action scene. Like they 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 were calling whole ass cities and being like. Can yeah. you stop traffic for like a couple days, like, and let us do this. Like, do you think a single Avengers movie has been filmed in an actual location in a while? Well, Endgame had like 
Oh. A few outdoor New York shots, like um, a few. The easiest on location thing. Uh, but <laughs> they're, the, the problem is like everyone's really worried with spoilers. Even though like when you see someone in a costume out on the streets, like it doesn't, it, all it spoils is the costume God, and the lighting doesn't so even exhausted. look good. <laughs> and that's the thing. Your mom is not going to see those photos, mm-hmm. right? It's like, just freaks on the internet. Just the freaks. Which is this fan base. Right. You know it. You know it. <laughs> we cater. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's sad. It's just like go outside, shoot the real thing, make, make it look good. Right? Also, it's just like, definitely way easier. And then you don't have to pay union people if they just shoot on a green screen and send it to yeah. underpaid oh, yeah. visual effects artists. Disney is evil. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, like more more of this stuff. The mansion that that's in uh, that's Harry's house, mm-hmm. Harry's house, um, <laughs> is a uh, is a location in L.A. and then it's also a set that they built and they use the set in all three films. But it's a thing that they cut the set up and then put it on, you know, stacked it on top of itself and put it into storage, like in between production, and then brought back out and painstakingly reassembled, um, which is just like. It, Having an actual insane. set with props, right? Yeah, and, and, God, and keeping and keeping a set, right? Like being like, "Hey, we might make another Spider-Man, so like, let's mm-hmm. let's hold this around." Yeah. Um, or like, yeah, there's a cop that gets buried in like that that same chase scene I was talking about, and they poured four thousand pounds of of corn grain on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like on one person, like you know, like like that's Sam Raimi doing some sadistic ass shit to his actors. More cops, honestly. <laughs> well, I, actually, it was it was uh, I think it was one of the it was Bob Morowski, the film editor, that he did it to, which is like really funny. And he's like, "Fuck you, I'm gonna make this yeah. movie incomprehensible." Because well, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> the editor's cut's gonna be so much better. <laughs> These plot threads are not gonna link up. Fuck you. <laughs> Um, another thing that I think this movie does really well is the heart moments that you just really don't get a lot of yeah. the movies. Like the Mr. Ditkovich, just the scene where he's like, Peter's a good boy. Hey, I know you're going through trouble. Like, yeah. that he's Peter's uh, landlord who lives rent. in the building. Rent! rent. I need the rent. <laughs> and then there's a big blow up Peter has. He's like, I'll give you rent when you fix this damn door. And then Mr. Ditkovich is like, Hey, I'm sorry, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, you're a nice boy. And it's just like, Oh, you know. I know, yeah, and in the second film, he is such a, a an actual like he he feels like a villain, right? So yeah. like to see him like actually deflate like in this one and be like, "Hey, you okay?" Like is yeah, because yeah, it's the Charlie Brown thing, you know? It's such a he's a sympathetic character because the world just shits on him, mm-hmm. and then the small moments of kindness he gets just feel so much more amplified. Whereas you know Tom Holland, everyone's like, "We love you, Spider Man. You're great. You're Iron Man's friend." And then like any actual sad moments is like oh, he's like a rich kid. I don't care. Yeah, and his Aunt May, like, you know, like, it, like you just think of that relationship and how much weaker it is than yeah. Rosemary Harris. Yeah. Like, Rosemary Harris brings me to tears in, I think, almost every one of these films. Like, it, like genuinely. She, she's so she rocks good. her scenes. She's, like, 90 years old, and she's <laughs> her man. She looks like a, like a breeze is about to, like, blow her over, you know? And, like, she's gonna, like, She's like perish. Mr. Burns in a wig. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's you need that though. It's just visual shorthand, which right. is what Sam Raimi's so good at is the shorthand of like, oh, she's old and feeble, so that's why uh, he needs to take care of her. Versus like yeah. Aunt May in the new one, where she's Marissa Tomei in a smoke show. It's like she's got her shit handled. Like you don't need to be around her twenty four seven, Spider Man. Yeah, You'll exactly. be fine. Why are you so worried about this forty five year old woman? This very <laughs> yeah, yeah. handling her life like she's vibing. Like Aunt May looks <laughs> if she sat down wrong, she might lose oxygen from yeah. her brain. <laughs> 
Like that's like you get a phone call, you're gonna be worried. You're gonna be like, oh shit, it's yeah. Aunt May with her. It's like you get a phone call, you're like, oh, whatever. Marissa Tomei's got every divorced billionaire like at her door. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's yeah. She's she's bad. She's bad. Another fun um, production bit here was that uh, everyone took classes for this film, but like, well, this is just how it was phrased in the classes film. What? So James Franco took cooking classes to learn how to cook an omelet. Okay. You needed a fucking class. <laughs> rich kid. That's like rich kid. Rich kid. Shit. Rich kid. I was noticing that in the scene. I was like, they're really fucking up that omelet. Yeah. This isn't a hard recipe. Ugh. There's a scene where they make an omelet and okay. dance to the twist. Oh. Yeah. It's one of the more embarrassing scenes. Yeah, Fra- Franco also didn't know the twist, so they had to teach him that. He went to dance um, classes. Yeah, he went to cooking yeah. classes. Oh, what? Omelet twist. twist. It's in the name. You twist. <laughs> Somehow. I keep he, he, I well, he's like, I was busy getting four degrees at, at NYU. Yeah, <laughs> and like, then hosting whatever. the Oscars. Yeah, right. yeah. I was busy being a movie star. Yeah. yeah. Being famous and being rich. I was busy doing that. People were cooking my omelets for yeah. me that whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Franco's 100%. ever made a fucking omelet. What, what, other, what other classes did you learn? Uh, dancing classes for Peter Parker. Oh, shit. <laughs> There's a dance I mean, he does do a lot shows. of he does two good dancing. dancing. He walks to be down fair, the street. The whole jazz. No, club no there's scene a jazz he's club like going scene. around. Oh, oh, with the piano um, and all that. Yeah. The ja- the jazz club scene genuinely like Mary Jane's works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. Especially because like going in, you have this rivalry where so Gwen Stacy is kind of the new it girl being brought in here. Um, in normal Spider-Man lore. Gwen Stacy is the high school sweetheart, and then Mary Jane is like the second girlfriend. But they started mm-hmm. with Mary Jane, so Gwen Stacy kind of comes in as a second mm-hmm. element here. That's okay. why the Amazing Spider-Man it's Gwen Stacy in high school, and the Mary Jane's supposed to be like the the bad girl who comes in and is like her name's Mary yeah. Jane. There's There's a, <laughs> oh yeah, you, she's the college. Well, in, sc- in yeah, Scooby Doo, you know, he's yeah. like that's my favorite name. It's, my <laughs> it's like bro. my favorite name. No, but the Mary Jane's introduction <laughs> in the comics is one of the most iconic thi- iconic things in any comic. Yes, yes. Is she uh, literally? Is she's being set up on a date? Is she, it's her. Against his door, and she goes, "Face it, Tiger, you just hit the jackpot." Well, the build-up before it was all of his friends being like, "I've met her, and she's ugly." That that was the time. Well, because they didn't know, and she's like a model, yeah. And and so it's just like the like Peter is like kicking himself for not going on this date that Aunt May set him up on because he thinks it's gonna be a shitty date, right? Um, They kind of flipped the characters of Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy. That's that's what I was getting at, though, was that like... um, Yeah, this is all so opposite. The the actors, like, you know, Kirsten Dunst is is a blonde who dyed her hair red. Bryce Dallas Howard... Is a redhead yeah. who dyed her hair blonde. blonde. Oh. Like same with even Emma Stone, she's like and like the character types are different. Blonde. Like yeah. Mary Jane's supposed to be the fun, spunky one who's right. like real going out and like but everyone she's loves like, her. I have to stay home and study because I need to live next door to you. <laughs> but there's this interesting thing where they're not killing off Mary Jane because they like they're they're like this is like his lowest lane. Like mm-hmm. you know we're not she's yeah. the steady. Um, Does she die in the comics? At this all? is the comic. Well, Gwen, Gwen Stacy dies. That's oh, right, that's the whole thing. I'll pull it up. They're, they're, you know, because they're worried about Peter Parker's uh, secret identity a lot more in the comics. So Gwen Stacy finds out, but it's at a point where like they kind of want to keep the character kind of pure. Yeah. So they end up killing Gwen Stacy so that you know the secret dies with her. And it's like a question of whether Spider Man actually killed her on accident because Green Goblin throws her off a bridge and Spider-Man instead of like jumping down catching her and then swinging he just his web right at her and you in the comic so it was like snap her neck snaps so it's like did 
Green Goblin did the fall killer, or did it's the Spider Man saving her? He's not her? using physics, right? Right. Yeah. He just stops her right suddenly. Her and she jolts yeah, in the her, movie. She she's... just snaps her neck like that. Yeah. That's yeah. And you said she was to hold a secret. Well, because the secret identity, oh, right? Like the, yeah. the writers were worried about like dealing with oh, it as a plot issue. So they just yeah. eventually sure. killed her off, brought in Mary Jane. Um, and then that was history. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I think like just going, since I'm here on the history of Spider-Man, I think the thing that makes Spider-Man so much more popular than the other superheroes is that it they weren't afraid to lean into sci-fi as a genre um especially the the era of comic books that are being made they're all just a bit formulaic and i think like some of these these genre roots are what let like all of his villains start to get their own identities and um steve ditko who's like writing a, or sorry jack jack kirby um and ditko i think are both like people who've written who, who have drawn for spider-man and essentially like they had histories in um, more abstract art and and more scientific. Jack fucking awesome. and like, yeah, yeah, like it basically yeah. just like cosmic um, and sci-fi roots, which just meant that like every time Spider-Man got something like an alien symb- symbiote, even though that's the '90s, they knew how to draw it right. Wow. When they had like a scientist there, they knew how to like make his lab look cool. And I think like all these genre roots. You know, they bleed into Raimi's version here. And I think it's what we're, we've been talking about, why we love these movies so much. Even though this movie is really cheesy, has a lot of bad yeah. lines at times, <laughs> it still works because it, it has its heart in, mm-hmm. in, in, that, in that world of genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not afraid to be silly and take it seriously. Yeah. Take the silly seriously. Mm-hmm. There's the there was a quote on the old Batman show uh, that uh, I think Adam West said it, but it was... Uh, you take the material seriously, but you don't take yourself too seriously. Right. I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really good. Yeah, it's like they're not going to be cracking lines where it's like, so uh, a Sandman just uh, punched my girlfriend. That's weird. <laughs> it's like, well, of course a Sandman. That's this world. Yeah. And I think that, like you said, like the, the jazz club scene works because I, I'd seen all the memes and like out of context, I was always like, oh, come on. Right, this is what, ridiculous. What was the, the decision behind yeah. that? But then when you see it in context in the movie, you're like, no, like, it's goofy, but, like, yeah. I get why they did that. Well, and the joke's on Peter. Like, the, mm-hmm. the film knows the joke's on yeah, Peter. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This is almost like a point where, like, the audiences start, you know, splitting, where they're, they're not understanding the media analysis enough, and they're you know, ruining like their own enjoyment of mm-hmm. something by being like, this is bad. It made me have a, 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 a an awkward reaction, you know? <laughs> it's like also Peter Parker's a dork. Like he doesn't yeah. know what being cool looks like. Oh, if no. you just make him a, a, a symbiote that's going to make him more edgy, that's what his version of being edgy is. A- absolutely. Like yeah. Being kind of a dick. My yeah. that, That'd be my version of being edgy would be pulling out a musical theater number <laughs> in front of a and jazz club and thinking yeah. I am killing it somehow. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Now, dig on this. Push your, push your <laughs> girlfriend out of the way and take the stage. Yep. yep. Um, okay, really interesting thing. I don't know if you guys knew this about the film. It was originally planned to take place in winter. Hmm. And they, they actually, in all the concept art, were drawing up these snowy New York um, backdrops for the black suit. So like mm. when he's like really like, oh dude, dude, it's when I heard it, I was like, fuck, that would have ruled. Especially because yeah. they brought it up in a scene where Mary Jane and, and Peter Parker break up and they're on a bridge 
um, in like in in Central Park. Yeah, right. And right. it's it's just a bright sunny spring. Yeah, day. it's kind of a bland mm-hmm. shot. Yeah. it's a it's a very bland shot. And like if you want to go there, you can say this is Peter Parker's expectations of the moment versus what you know Mary Jane's com- coming in with. But if he came in with like that attitude and it's snowy as fuck, she's Cold. depressed. She breaks up with him right there on that bridge. He's like holding the flowers down. It's just snow coming on him. Like, I think it might have saved the film. Like, yeah. like it may have been enough Seasons, to deepen the work here. Why? That's so interesting. Why would you pick a season and then not go with it? Well, like, it, that it, is it was a production this, issue. Could the ah, sand so... still work? Oh, Ooh. it would be Snowman. It would be beautiful. Like, well, dude, especially him getting wet and like muddy. Yeah, would it read as well? Like, that's interesting. Snow. Especially, yeah, I mean, because like look yellow. Really cool on the snow. It, yeah, that's interesting. Because construction just happens a lot I mean, in the winter. Yeah, the rest of it I mean, because they, they had they had brought up that it was because of you know the film had a release date, um, and so they were just beholden to shooting in New York in spring, and so no. they were like, okay, well, yeah. winter's off the table then. Yeah. Um, I love a good superhero movie in winter. Mm-hmm. Batman Returns. Oh, yeah. oh Hellboy. Dude, yes. Mm. I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't seen Hellboy yet. Actually. Oh man! If you have, yeah, Hellboy. I love Blade Hellboy Two. And Hellboy Blade Two. One. Blade Two. Guillermo del Toro directed I've never it. Seen he, did. Blade. he did. He did like some of the, the Hellboy. Yeah, he no did the second home one. I fucking love the second Christmas? Hellboy. No way home. Doesn't that take place around like? Uh, well, Into the Spider Verse is uh, is a Christmas movie. Um, no Way Home, yeah, it, it has winter it, scenes. It does have winter it scenes. It ends with him like swinging and there's snow on the ground. Oh, you're right. Yeah, the end is definitely winter. Yeah, it, it, that just shows we have to be like, is that what was in that movie? <laughs> what, what, what was well, the end yeah. is definitely yeah. I almost rewatched. Well, I really I wasn't gonna watch rewatch the Hollands. I was gonna rewatch the Garfields because I feel like those I really haven't seen enough. He's fine. I, I loved I loved Emma Stone and um Yes. But. Oh my god, that scene where she admits or where he admits that he's Spider Man and they're on the roof. And he oh, I spins love that. her in with a kiss. Yeah, off. she's like she's about to go away and he just like webs her. Ah, oh my god. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's because um, you have to make that's the things is, you know, it's all up to interpretation. Even when it comes to comics, when you when you you come up with a new issue of Spider Man comic, it's going to be a different take on the character in some way. There's going to be some new gimmick. There's going to be some new environment change or fundamental change to the character that, like, when you do cast different actors and you get that different effect from them. God, it's hard to say that with Tom Holland because it doesn't become an actor movie anymore. It becomes an industry movie. It's right. a Marvel movie. It's not. It's no longer yeah. like like the first Iron Man. That was a Robert Downey Jr. movie. The third Iron Man. That was a Marvel movie. That was well, not. Uh, no, the third Iron Man was a Shane Black movie. Second Iron Man. The second Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, okay. a Marvel movie. Okay. The, the sec- second Iron Man is yeah exactly demonstrates the point it's even very, better because it, it yeah. was in the middle of the writer strike. Mm. So um and in the oh, first yeah. Iron Man they. They didn't have a script when they made that movie. Literally they a improvised quote from Jeff Bridges. We had day. no script, man. He said Jeff Bridges <laughs> said this is now. the most expensive <laughs> indie film I've ever shot. That's mm-hmm. he, he was like, once he like came in with that framing, he was able to not be stressed out. Which is wild. He's like, just come in and riff. Like that's yeah. wild because they had so much writing on that movie too. Like literally, I don't know if you know this, but Marvel, the company, before it got into movies, it took out a big loan from the bank so that they could make movies and start a cinematic universe. Yeah. And what they put up as collateral was all the characters. Like all the Marvel characters they had, the rights, those, the film rights. If they hadn't turned a profit on those two movies, some bank would just own all of Marvel. They're like they would yeah. own That's Iron Man crazy. and Captain America, and then exactly like you know it would just be split up even further. Oh, 
Like, yeah, they caused the death of cinema, but they're also a very smart business. That so. was, yeah, it's pretty yeah. genius because how could it, how could it fail? You know, I, I can respect the boldness the of it, but also they're <laughs> yeah. kind of evil and responsible for movies looking like crap. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's fun stuff. Who's, who's Thank you, your, Spider-Man. Who's your favorite Spider-Man? My favorite Spider-Man is probably Tobey Maguire here. I think, though, I mean, I, I'm really liking Miles so far. Like I um in the Spider Verse oh, movies. Yeah. Oh my he's, god, he's, Miles. he hasn't really been written in comics too great because they just really haven't given too many people of color the the chance to write them. Um, but Brian Michael Bendis uh, created Miles in the Ultimate Comic Universe, as you may know. Um, but basically, in this universe, it's the ultimate version of every character. They're kind of like the 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 fully realized mm-hmm. versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. And Norman Osborn kills Peter Parker in the Ultimate. Uh, comic lines before he hits like college, like or something. he's like eighteen or like twenty. It's like what happened in Spider Verse. And oh, and does he come back? And so Miles Not is like here, almost no. born out of like the ashes of this. And okay. and like mm-hmm. Brian Michael Bendis, you know he his kids, you know like I think he's a. Is he like a white guy or a Hispanic guy? Do you know? I do not I'm, know. I'm so, his his uh his kids, you know, were, were uh, people of color, so mm-hmm. like mixed, and so he wanted to bring in some more elements of that. Mm-hmm. Into the story, his head was in the right place for a lot of it, and and set up a pretty interesting character, even if he didn't write it with the most nuance. You know, I've Um, been subbing at a lot of like uh, elementaries with predominantly uh, person of color population, like ninety percent. Like there would be like ninety percent black kids, and it's so touching seeing them be like, "I love Spider Man," and then like they're talking about Miles Morales. Absolutely, because that is just Spider Man to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so touching. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, representation matters. I just want to say it. That's very brave. I'm cutting that. <laughs> You're gonna splice it so it sounds like I said. Representation doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll just use that take, man. That was yeah, great. Yeah. Why did I say <laughs> that? Oh no! <laughs> I just saw uh, the trailer for the new one. It looks across the, the new ones. Yeah, oh, hopefully, I'm, I'm I, it's full the the first one like had such a subdued response in theaters too that like. That, you know, it, it came out on Netflix after, and a lot of people just saw it yeah. there. Really but cool now show. everyone's caught up on right, it. Right, I feel right. like the the next one should be a I huge. Say, I saw it in theaters, and we were hooting. And oh, me, dude, me yeah. too. But my like, friend stood up and saluted when the spider, <laughs> when Spider Ham went back to his home world. Yeah, <laughs> was that Jaron? No, it was uh, Kramer's. He stood up and he huh. went. Like <laughs> Salute. We were doing the That's No so Way good. Home reaction, but to yeah. Spider Man. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man. You were, That's awesome. dude. I, did you see the video of the kid doing a backflip in the middle of No Way Home? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Garfield shows up and he like stands up, he's like, yeah, like does a backflip. The whole crowd gets nuts. That awesome. movie literally awesome. builds in applause breaks. It, yeah. Like yeah. watching it yeah. incomplete. I watched it just on my lap oh, the no. first time, and he just comes in. He's like, "Okay, I'm here." <laughs> it's like oh, pause. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I know. There was a story that came out that Charlie Cox, who plays Daredevil, did you see the Daredevil Netflix show? Uh, yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. Yeah, he was He's in Spider Man No Way Home. Oh, yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah, he showed up, and a story came out that the director literally told him to pause after he enters so that the audience can clap. That's how movies are. Just do are a made. live theater well, they, then. Just yeah. put on live theater if that's what you want so bad. Spider-Man. Imagine play. if they're just like, all right, so we're done making movies. They're now going to be plays. Well, they, yeah. They, they did. Tickets it are $5,000. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah. Spider Man was as successful as a play before. So. Yeah, oh, well, that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> turn I, I was going to say, in Hawkeye, they had like a, a parody Avengers musical. Mm, right. And like, there were. 
people like be like they should perform this at Disney parks and yeah. stuff. And you're like, oh my god, they, they are. are. Maybe, maybe. Are they doing it, that it same was, thing? It was that's what it is. Are. That's what yeah. it is. Okay, yeah. yeah. Wow, I was watching this just like Spider-Man threesicle. Like, could we? <laughs> Spider-Man threesicle. I mean, if any one? of them are suited for it, it's definitely this one, right? Yeah, it's wacky. It's got a large ensemble. You think Bono and the Edge are available again? I was just like, okay, so Flint Marco would be a bass baritone. Obviously, Peter Parker's a tenor. We can make this happen. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't think I have anything else. There was there's one more production tidbit I kind of liked, which was uh, when they were shoot, shooting the crane sequence, um, which is a, a crane um, from a construction site hits into a, a skyscraper where Gwen Stacy is. It's kind of how Spider-Man and Gwen Stacy meet. My note film. for that was, is this building made of paper? <laughs> yeah, oh, abs, dude, it falls apart so fast. <laughs> a steel beam it? takes yeah. down the Twin Towers. Like, but uh, fun, fun production fact is that it that was a 10-day shoot. They shot day and night, like, like, and they had Ugh. two teams, and they would swap between day and night teams, and they would have twins for all the actors Whoa. that were there and they would switch them out with the Why? other set so of twins many different takes? because they only had like the, the space for X amount of days oh, and wow. they had to get it done. It's just like, it's the weirdness of production where you would well, never assume twins. any of this happens. Yeah. These are all extras in the background of scenes, yeah. uh, but you know, they, they went that hard. And, and that's the thing. There's so much craft in this film. Like, you yeah. could sit there and admire the fuck out of this Sam thing. Sam Raimi loves But the script movies. is not, not he's, he's just a real, aw, shucks, I love making the movies. Yeah. I love uh, making Big, people yeah. wowed. Oh, gee, he's a real magic man. <laughs> if he didn't have as much art, artistic, uh, you know, like, like just uh, flair in his, like, directing style, I would call him a journeyman director, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he seems like the type of dude that would just show up and do a work for hire thing. Like, oh yeah, I would love to make a drama this time. Like, you know, yeah. let me bust that out. Cause he has like a baseball movie. He has like, um, you know, he's got like a, a heist movie. Like he's got horror films. Like he, he kind of has a bit of everything. He's got a Dr. Strange. Uh, he's like, Oh, if, what do you guys think about? Yeah. yeah. It was stinky. I, I, I like it. I, that Wait, was, which that one was is, like, which one did he do? He did the Multiverse second. of madness. He did the one with, the one that ends with the third eye. Yeah. Yes. He did the one with John Krasinski as Reed Richards <laughs> and we all clapped. And then he died, and then I'm we all clapped glad again. He died. <laughs> we clapped harder. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember this movie. I definitely saw this movie. And you I did. This one came out. Oh, I definitely did because I remember the ending. I this came out last year. Popping out. Yeah, I yeah. saw this at home. We watched this over Zoom together, I believe. No, Not we, over Zoom, over FaceTime. No, I watched it while you were sleeping one day. Oh, and that's I, how I saw the ending with the third eye. All right. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. I, <laughs> the ending. I thought at least for a, an MCU film, like it moved pretty fast. He brought like his humor actually was hitting like i i was laughing at more jokes than that than i do out of most of them but i i agree you have to you know rate it on the scale of a marvel movie like you can't rate it on these other things as well because well, like, uh, it, 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 it still has its own limitations because of the universe it's in i went in like really hoping i was like please just let him like have been able to make the movie he wanted and then like he got maybe like 50, 60% Sam Raimi in there, and then yeah. the rest is just Marvel goop. It's like, you know, someone took a bowl of M&Ms and then put a bunch of shards of glass in it. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> exactly you got some like sweet candy, but also yeah. you're going to have to endure John Krasinski, Reed Richards. Yeah, it, well, and also, like, uh, there was a production flip with No Way Home and mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Doctor Strange multi Multiverse of Madness. The multivitamins. The multivitamins, of mid of uh, yeah, <laughs> of, of, of Manhattan. Of Midness. Um, the Muppets take Manhattan. So <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyways, No Way Home was supposed to come out after Multiverse of Madness. And so uh, there's this character, America oh. Chavez, who's like punching holes through yeah. reality. She punches holes through reality. Yeah, as you, as you know. Chavez. As you know. Yes. Um, she travels through the multiverse. <laughs> <by punching. laughs> um, but I, I wonder how much of his film got screwed up because they had to change the scripts. I was going to say, isn't, because the releases got flipped. Um, wasn't his whole problem because of the Spider Man? Had, help Spider-Man yeah. in the other one? Yeah, yeah that exactly. Mm-hmm. That That's the, yeah, it, it was like, it's supposed to be a cause and effect thing. It yeah. became an effect and cause thing that they just, yeah, yeah. Uh, weirdly had to make work. I remember America Chavez. <laughs> <laughs> I remember her. You're awake for that part. Yeah, yeah I remember. America Chavez. I remember that jean jacket. Yeah, exactly. I was like, ah, oh, cool. Jean jacket. They brought in like a jean jacket, young girl of color, and they're going to solve the world. It's gonna I think be it's fun. just so hard for me to get excited for any of this content anymore. My eyes are just glazed over. It's like, Adam oh, Driver's yeah. going to be Reed Richards. I'm like, I don't care. Stop. Just stop. Make something just original, stop. maybe. Give me a break. Stop. A break is what they should have given us. Mm-hmm. Like after Endgame, just actually mm-hmm. giving us a break. Yeah. Like Let's five just... years, no Marvel. Let yeah. it. Let people miss it. And like that happened over COVID. Yeah, like they they had the break built in. They <laughs> yeah. just didn't take it. They were like, yeah, they could <laughs> have, but they did not. And they went straight into Black <laughs> Widow. <laughs> oh, and poor Florence Pugh. She's got so much more talent than what they're giving her. Mid Midsummer, is she eats? She's so good, but like, don't worry, darling. <laughs> Too bad she has so much talent, and they're what's going not so great. That's all right. I'm sure Florence Pugh's career is going to be fine. She'll do okay. Yeah, yeah. She was actually my uh, parents' neighbor on their first date. Oh my god, who did you she not was, live next to, man? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like on yeah, their first date. Yeah, so my parents actually date. used to live next to the Sandman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my dad's Spider Man. Yeah, he wore a tux. <laughs> <laughs> We were here with uh, Evan McGuire. Yeah. Well, everyone, anyone, uh, last thoughts on, on these films? I have one final thought yeah, that I have please. to get in here. And I only, I only thought it was because we watched the new John Mulaney special last night, but Bully McGuire is how I imagined John Mulaney on Coke. <laughs> oh, my God. That is <laughs> <Yeah>. so good. <laughs> just kind of a prick. Yeah, just like <laughs> kind of rude and still a major geek. <laughs> just like, like really yeah. into jazz for some reason at the yeah. moment. Like, yeah. 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 Aggressively, mm-hmm. John. And then you just his hair, like, yeah, his hair down like yeah. that. Wearing Stick all black. On this. <laughs> Stick on this. <laughs> Hi, I'm Boy McGuire. Hi, I'm Spider Man. <laughs> he would always wear the suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My sword. I dropped my pirate sword. If we mention that we're dressed in character, I don't <laughs> oh know. yeah, I have, no, a, I have a stylist. This audio medium. Yeah, I, yeah. I got my Spidey T-shirt on. I love the Spidey t-shirt. I wore, that, I wore this on episode one of this podcast. I'm, I'm, an, yeah. I'm an outfit repeater. Oh, yes. Oh, well. You're dressed as a director. <laughs> that's, that's the vibe. Is, you've got color coordinated on, but it's comfortable. We didn't talk less. about Sandman being the real killer yet. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, right, right. Uncle oh, ben. my God. I'm sorry. Yeah, we we unfor- yeah, we were idiots and talked about this film off mic. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the big thing is of, of this film is that they changed the backstory yeah, changed, yeah. of Peter Parker. So it's really well laid out in the first film. You know, the death of Ben, uh, of Uncle Ben, is what drives him to become Peter Parker. Yeah. He doesn't stop this robber, basically. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that robber shoots Uncle Ben. Um, and, I remember that. And then he chases him down and, and accidentally kills the guy. He doesn't, you know, directly kill the guy, yeah. but because he was chasing him, he, he you know, started the chain of events that kills this guy. 
Um, Spider-Man Two? Do they is there, is, there, uh, is there a wrinkle on this? That I think they just bring back. They like you know they'll briefly mention like oh, I miss him. Yeah, it's it's not a deepening really. It's just kind of like reminding. But but in this one they actually changed the the um, the mechanism. So the the actor who's playing Sandman, um, basically he comes in and he robs. The, uh, he he steals the car from Uncle Ben before and he's the one who killed him. Yeah, uh, and, and but and Ray is actually a Palpatine. But <laughs> there is this interesting moment Somehow where like Palpatine is returning. He's wondering if he should or shouldn't rob the car because Uncle mm-hmm. Ben's like his gravitas is like think this through, man. And then and then his buddy comes in and is like, come on, we gotta go. And then he accidentally fires the gun. Yeah. And it's so gone. you could say that if Peter Parker still stopped this guy or delayed him that like Sandman may have like had a change of heart yeah. and mm. put the gun away and then it wouldn't have fired him. That's, that's my, that's my <laughs> yeah, most that's gracious a, reading of See, this. That's a big fucking stretch. But, but really yeah. it, it, it doesn't work. And yeah, I think it, it actually like takes it's away like, from the emotional crux of like what, just some you know, guy. glued everyone to the character in the first place. Yeah, yeah it's, it's you know, great power becoming great responsibility. You're from the neighborhood, AJ. It gives, it gives um, <laughs> a, 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 a great scene in it where then, like, he then thinks he's killed Sandman and he, like, then tells her, he's like, aren't you happy? And, like, right. you have that nice moment. And it May's like, what? No. Like, no. <laughs> Why would I be happy that someone was just brutally murdered? What? I'm not proud of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but also she says Spider-Man doesn't kill people. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah, save that for Superman. <laughs> Don't let the Zod snap neck. Oh, my God. I've talked enough about that fucking guy. I, you guys never brought up that uh, that that series of tweets, I don't think. Which that, one? The screenwriter. There was a guy who said he could have wrote Batman v Superman better, and there's a line that Batman says to Superman where he says, tell that to Zod snap neck. And it was like the most edgy. You you never read that no. that bit. Oh my Wait, god! Zod snapped, and that's the Twitter guy. Or I'm sorry, sorry. Uh, th- I'm not explaining this well enough for normal people. Uh, <laughs> that don't have broken brains. Oh, um, Superman kidding. kills a villain at the end of, yeah. of Man of Steel, and um, then in the next film, basically is just fighting Batman. You can listen to our episode. Yeah, you got it. You got yeah, it. Yeah, Criteria cast dumb shit. We'll Super cut it up. Podcast for babies. All right. Speaking of speaking of. Um, would you like to promote your projects at all, everybody? Or, uh, you know, get a last um, plugs in, anything like that? Yeah, sure. Um, listen <laughs> to my podcast, no you bunch here. of fucking jerks. Um, <laughs> called Criteria Cast. We cover movies in the Criterion Collection, like a bunch of little freaks. Um, we have fun guests on. Uh, we had Lewis on back when we were the Stupid Movie Podcast for Babies. Yep. It's different. I am a stupid now, baby, but not a, a Criteria baby. Cat. Yeah, we'll have you back. You'll be a Criteria <laughs> yeah. Cat soon. Um, so, yeah, listen to that. Or don't. I'm not your boss. Do whatever. Um, I, as, as Lewis said at the big top of the podcast, I'm a filmmaker and a musician. So check out my music. I'm on Spotify at Adelaide, just spelled Adelaide. Check me out. Stranger in spring, single dropping. Uh, thank you so much for having me on this. Hell this yeah. was the most fun. This was the best probably. I uh, was it Tuesday. It's a Tuesday night. Yeah. Wednesday night. <laughs> Wednesday night. <laughs> Lemon. It's, it's Wednesday. the best Wednesday night I've had. A long time, uh, so thank you. Uh, I have nothing to plug. Uh, I, I'm on social media at Evan Ridpath. Yeah, Evan, perfect. Thank you so much for having me. You do not have to have anything to plug. Yeah, I, I'm, when I'm so glad I heard it was Pirates 3, I was like, I don't care what part you're pairing it up with. 
I'm doing Pirates Three, and now I'm glad I finally seen Spider Man. What, what 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 film would have tested you though from here? Like if I like was telling oh. you. What 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 else has come out two thousand seven? Um, I mean, yeah, like Balls of Fury. Would that have been one you would have you would have sat e through? Movie. Would you have sat? Oh, oh, yeah. Would you have sat through like Bridge to Terabithia? Oh, or I, like, I would actually would have like liked to rewatch that. Silver Surfer. Bridge. Oh, the, the the Fantastic Four too came Ooh. out this year. Fantastic. Four and Ghost Rider. Fantastic May twenty. Or two, so I print your pro cage. I, I'm, 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 I'm glad it wasn't B movie. <laughs> okay, yeah. Glad. I was pushing yeah. to add Shrek the Third to this, so we would do three I movies. Three thirds. I only ever saw that one in theaters. I, I, I saw it in theaters I, three times. Opening. I don't know. Time. I don't know. I, I don't know if I've seen it. I gotta be honest. Well, I've seen it enough for everyone. I here. saw two, love two, and I didn't need to see anymore. Oh, I've seen the third, the fourth. Third, fourth. I'll Big see Shrek. the fifth. Big Shrek couple here. I'll be there. We, the we love Shrek. Enough. Shrek forever. Oh, yeah, we also have not established canonically that your friendly neighborhood AJ and Adelaide are dating. <laughs> they know. They know the lore. Yeah, they can tell by our our um, our podcast personas, uh, our chemistry. Our banter. Yeah, You're on that <laughs> half, so clearly there's something yeah, exactly. Going on. We have to be comfortable to be within a foot of each other. Yeah. About us. I don't know, man. Ooh. I, I was waiting for you to say Double something. Double date. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, everybody. Uh, listen to the podcast, uh, other episodes. You know, check us out on social media, all that good stuff, and uh, have yourself a great night. Yeah. Sleep tight. Calypso. <laughs> Calypso.